Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! <laughs> and welcome everybody to another episode of the Value Pack. Uh, I'm not gonna say that it's gonna be a quick show, because every time I do, it's not. What I will say instead is there's not that much to talk about, but we do have two comment sections to go through, so I guess we'll get into it. But first, gotta thank our lovely patrons. Uh, Garmouth.com, Hawaiian Eye Has Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Melt On Your Mouth, Minaria, Slytech, Talos, Acceptum, Thanks, and Wavesy. Appreciate you guys as well as the subscribers on each of our Twitch channels, which you can find in the description down below. Oh boy, it's the week after the six-hour podcast, the uh, three-year uh, three anniversary. What did it? Mm. What, the, what was the time on that thing? Five hours and like 58 minutes or something? Yeah, it was long, dude. It was, it was a like long one. just short. I, what's crazy is I don't think that was even our longest one. I think we've gone over six hours on one of these. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Well, I think the last anniversary one was six. Yeah, it was like 630, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah, we've had so unfortunately, ones. we didn't live up to the hype of last year's, but that's hard to do. It's hard to do. Yeah. But now we got to set an even higher goal for ourselves for next year. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to start off asking you guys a, a question. All right. Before we get into all the new stuff, because uh, now we've, we've had this new RBF for t two weeks now, I think. Yep. Like long enough yep. that we played, a lot of people have played the hell out of it. And and I want to get your guys' feeling on uh, just kind of what, what do you actually think of it now that the honeymoon phase is over? I think it's pretty good. I like it. Russ? Um, there's a lot of like maintenance things I would like to see done with it. Um, the camera is still such a problem that I know they'll probably never fix, but mm -hmm. it would it would it would increase the enjoyability of it by a hundredfold. Yep. If the camera would go transparent instead of zooming around your character. Yeah. Um and a couple other little like annoying things are like I understand that it's like a one-for-one one Valencia City. Maybe we can change things slightly for quality of life, for PvP purposes. Like, there's one point where you're coming from, I believe, Red Desert side. There's like, uh, like seven poles in an alleyway, all right on top of each other. Maybe we can bring that down to like one pole. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. does there need to be seven poles? You know, so like small stuff like that. Um. And then also, obviously, like, the the way you get out of spawn is kind of frustrating sometimes. Um, it says, like, oh, take out your weapons and then you can get out. But, like, no, you can't sometimes. Sometimes it just will not let you leave for several seconds. Um, so maybe that can be cleaned up a little bit. So just, like, I think the idea is fine and the execution for the most part is fine. Um, but there's just, like, some some, like housekeeping slash QOL that needs to be done. And most importantly, it needs to be a way to make money. It it doesn't make money. 
and that's kind of the worst part about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with ev most of everything you said. I, uh, I really, really like it. Like, I actually have found myself on days like where I'm actually RBF'd for four, like four straight hours. Yeah. And it's like the only time it really feels bad is when the teams are so incredibly lopsided that it's like, you, whether you're on the winning side or the losing side, it's not really fun because it's not people to kill. But um, outside of that, like it, it's a, it's super fun. Um, I don't know. I, I've been having a blast playing it. I've been having a good time too, especially with the tag event. I just constantly like tag random characters that like I used to play or whatever, and I bring them. Like I'll bring Zerker in there, and then I'll swap to Succession Zerker, and then I'll go tag my Archer and do one on Archer. I'll tag uh, Sage and go in on the Weakened Sage. I'll tag Guardian, go in on Guardian. Like you know, I don't know. It's 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 been a good time. Um, I just know that. One, I would enjoy it a lot more if they fixed some of those like tiny annoying things, and I wish it was making me money. Mm -hmm. the The camera thing is the thing I think that annoys me the most. That's like, probably the, that is the biggest the thing for sure. Issue. Yeah, and I wonder if their intention, if that's like, I would love an official word from them that hey, we're not going to be able to ever fix it, or like, yes, this is something we want to fix yeah. and we're going to fix because nice. it's but, really but they, annoying. But they, but they can, but they yeah, can. They, they, no, I actually no found some... I'm not saying they can't. I'm saying will they or not. They need to just give us the word on if but they, they will. But they should because they can. Because they do it with boats, not, right? Yeah, not not saying they shouldn't. Definitely. I mean, they do it with trees in this RBF. Like, some of the trees yeah. go clear. There's, like, part... Yeah. Like, yeah, depending on which so one I, it is. So, I don't even... I, I guess my take on that sentiment is if they say that like they won't i say put their feet to the fire and say no bullshit like this <laughs> is like this makes it really fucking awful like i'm sorry it, it kind of does it doesn't make it unplayable but it decreases the enjoyment by so much man whenever you die because of some camera bullshit it's so frustrating, and it's just like, dude, fucking hell. And it makes you want to just play out in the wide open areas, but the problem with the wide open areas is they suck whizzes and suck rangers on fucking roofs every two feet. So it's like, you want to try and stay in the alleys, but fighting in the alleys is awful. You can't go into the open without getting gunned down by range damage. It's like, just, just make this one change, and it would be so fucking good, dude. I actually enjoy the roof fighting. Because there's so many ways to get up there. It gives another element to it. Yeah, there's so many ways to get up there, and a lot of the times the the people up there just get complacent, so it ends up being like a bunch of free kills. Yeah, for sure. I don't think it it's a problem for them being on the roofs. I think it's a problem that it's difficult to stay away from the roofs because you don't want to fight in these cramped alleyways because your camera's so fucked. Yeah. But yeah. overall, I, I've been enjoying it. It's just those little things that's like, man, if they could just fix like these like small things. Well, I guess the camera thing isn't a small thing, but certainly the other things are like pretty small, right? The camera thing is kind of a big thing, but if they could just fix these issues, man, it would be so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the other things. I the spawn thing is like, 
I almost look at the spawn thing. So I notice if you run down the road, it's pretty consistent. If you try to run on the sides, like the barrier never goes away. So if you run like in the middle of the path, it seems to be more consistent. But I almost look at it like, you know, on maybe this is only a California thing, but you know how freeways have um, on the on ramps have traffic lights kind of mm -hmm. reminds me of that. Like it's like almost trying to control the rate at which people are popping out of there. Yeah. I Some don't weird know. way, but I don't. It, I mean, for me, it's only like, I don't know. It seems pretty consistent if I just walk straight. It like lets me go. So I in the middle of the road. I definitely have seen people walk in the middle of that road, and it's like they're no, I, no. The people I'm, you see is actually not accurate. So it has this weird after image effect where you see people stuck there that are not there. They are already way past it. I notice this happens a lot. So the other people that you see in that thing are like almost like they're phasing in and out like it's a scroll boss or something. They're actually not there anymore. Um, a lot of the people like it. I remember like not not to remember. I see it constantly. I see it more on what time mine. I'm on blue right now. I see it more on the red side or on the red side. It's like when multiple people spawn up at once and they run through there. It's like I wonder why they all got stuck over there and then they're actually at point one and they're not stuck. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I could see that. Anyway, I just think, like, the spawn thing can just maybe be tidied up a little bit. There doesn't need to be any, like, sweeping changes. Just maybe make it a little less uh, buggy and, like, uh, I don't know, visually confusing, I guess. Mm -hmm. just, it just needs, like, some housekeeping, essentially. Right? That's, like, a very minor thing. Same thing with, like, the clearing up on, like, the alleyways and stuff, right? I don't think it would be very hard to just like delete an asset from the like RBF version of the Valencia map. Um, little housekeeping things. I don't know. I don't think that would be very difficult. I don't think that's much to ask. Of the classes you play, are there some that f are more enjoyable in here than others? And if so, why? Which ones and why? Uh, uh okay, so. I would probably say the best classes are the ones with the most movement, right? Because um, the ability to run between the points, get back from spawn really quickly, quickly transition from, like, big open areas into, like, the alleyways and things of that nature. Um, so, like, Awakened Sage, despite me feeling like it doesn't do that much damage... Um, it's pretty fun because I get to move around uh, quite a bit. Succession Zerker obviously has insane movement and is very strong and does a fuckload of damage. Um, Archer, Archer is kind of, eh, because it's, there's so much shit in the way of you trying to like skate properly and get like range. Um, but I don't know. It's. It's pretty fun. I, I try to generally sit on rooftops with Archer, but then that becomes a whole new problem of, like, there's a bunch of, like, lawns and sorks that come up there, and then it's like, ah, fucking hell. So, yeah, I, I, I think anything with good movement is, 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 like, feeling the best, in all honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Hash feels fun in here, except in the middle point. I think it's the, uh... The middle point's awful. Yeah, point three feels terrible. On Sakuno, point three can feel all right. There's not too many people in there. And then on Awaken Kuno, it's kind of same thing. But 
Um, yeah, it's just point three once it gets too chaotic. Now, if you have like, if you're on a class that has alt plays or something, point I'm sure point three is fucking heaven every once in a while. Because that people love to just stack up on point three. Yeah, I don't know what it is with people. Um, I know I'm not alone in this. In fact, it, it's usually ironically the same group of people. Um, but uh, point two gang, hundred percent. Point two is where it's at. Uh, which one's point two? Is that the one with the uh, thing the big in the middle open area with the high, it? high rooftop? Right. Yeah, that one's real. I mean, I like two of them. I like point two and four. Point two and four are incredibly fun. Nobody ever fights at four, though. That's the thing. No, four has all the dude. Four has the best fights, except dude, when Amusa is there, because Amusa goes. Fiery crevice, run up to the top of the stairs. Wait for cooldown, come down. Fiery crevice, run up to the top of the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. never see anyone at four. I don't know. Four is like someone takes it, and then it never gets touched for the rest of the game. You fight at three, or you fight at two. And like very occasionally, somebody will go take four, and then like it, it stays in control for them for like quite a while until the enemy team goes, "Hey, wait, they took four. We should go take that back real quick." I think yeah. it, you know what I think it is really. I feel like there's not a lot of fights going on at four because whoever has three also has four like ninety percent of the time. So really, <laughs> yeah. the fight for four is just happening at three. The, that's my problem with the positioning of three and four is that three protects four really hard yeah for sure whereas three doesn't really protect two two is kind of in its own world yeah two is far enough away to not really be and and the the way to get to two you have to go through like these alleyways right there's no like main street that you just run up like you can to four right like if you want to get to two you're gonna have to go through an alleyway at some point unless you're going like a really inefficient way. Yeah. Which is going to slow you down because you're naturally just not going to be able to fucking zoom right down the main street. I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know. What can they, could they like move for like further back or maybe like up the stairs or something to like fix that? The problem is four is, like like I was saying with two like I, w I would hope they don't move four because it's such a fun place to fight but I don't know I'm not really sure what they could do yeah I don't know I, I wonder what the stats are for them how which team wins more often I think everyone says that red desert has the big advantage right isn't that what people say all the time I don't know I wonder if we pull chat really red desert red or blue red or black which one ends up in in the advantageous position. Red. Maybe it, maybe it's black. I thought it. People said red. I don't, I don't know which side. Red side or black side? Both black, red, red. There we go. Because which one is, uh, which one is which again? Remind me. Well, I was just on red black. Is, red so. is point one, right? Yeah, red is point one, I believe. And black is five. Red unless blue has double numbers. I I feel like it's red because the thing is let me think about this. I don't know. I, I don't know. To be honest. Mina's saying red is five, black is one. 
The the one that's near the shore is red. The one where you like kind of spawn in the waters to your left. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, but red has an easier time getting to two, I think. Much easier. What two is two's the one with the tents, right? Above like the just hanging like uh like an I don't know, what are those called? Shade thingies? Here's the one that's the big square open area with the square like lining the right. top. And people rooftop. fight around the pillar that's in the middle. Yes, yeah. correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two, yes. Red has an easier time getting to two. Yeah, the path to two is super so, easy. So for maybe red. that's the problem is is blue or black doesn't really have an easier time. I guess you could get to four easily, but you'd have to the way it works is you, you run around the left, but it feels like a total waste of time. Yeah, maybe the trick is making four easier to get to from black side without having to run through three. Yeah, I don't know. Is it really because that imbalanced? I think most people, when they want to go to four from black team, they want to go, they just go through three, right? They just run straight through the fucking middle. Yeah, and you can go around it to the left. I don't know if it's actually that imbalanced. That's why I'm saying I want to, because I've actually heard people say both sides are unfair, so I, I wonder what the stats are. Yeah, I would also be curious to see if they if there's a big difference. Yeah, so People rocks, keep saying there's a big right. difference. Two I personally, have you noticed a big difference? Do you feel like when I'm on this team, I always win? If I'm on this team, I always lose? Because I don't. For a while, I actually felt like red was losing because it feels like everyone, it feels like blue team is coming downhill on red and red has to go uphill. But then like that really only matters if you're winning point three. So I don't know. Yeah. Not really. I think it just uh, matters or it just doesn't. I, I don't know. Maybe it's actually closer than everyone thinks. Like, here's the thing. I don't think there's as much as an advantage on this map being on one side or the other as old castle ruins. Mm, maybe not, but I think partly because this the way this place is set up, you can get out of your spawn. <laughs> so it's like, at castle ruins, you could have hero play if everyone could get out of their spawn without being tracked because you're like, literally in plain sight as you try to escape. I I will say, I hope they redesign Castle Ruins, not necessarily the map, but the game mode, and just make it a deathmatch. And, like, if it was only 10 minutes instead of 20, and it was, like, just KD and no points, and you just got a higher reward the more kills, you know, uh, almost similar, similar to, like, whatever like shadow arena was like if you did better you just got more you know or whatever i don't know i think something to make because i i do miss fighting on that map sometimes because that map has different types of fights you know yeah oh, I, I, I fat fingered my uh mute button so i didn't hear anything you said but i i was saying i, I, <laughs> I was wondering why you were being so quiet yeah. i was like man frosty's really in pvp yeah, right now no 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 i'm not even i i i was i was saying i really hope that uh I hope they redesign Castle Ruins because I kind of miss fighting on that map a little bit. Like, not saying I, I like the Valencia one better, but I still do enjoy just the practice engages type play that 
Castle Ruins gives. Yeah. That's a little bit more open, if that makes sense. Reward for kills would favor gear lords. The whole map favors gear lords, man. It's not. What should uh different? What should the next RBF map be? I don't know. I think they said it was going to be Northern Plains of Serendia. So whatever that is. Northern Plains of Serendia. What like isn't that like Alter Imps? Yeah, I guess so. Northern payload. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, go place a bomb. Like make it like Valorant. All Northern Plains of Serendia is like Alter Imps, where you kill like the. Uh, oh, excuse me. The uh, fucking what's his name? Goddamn. Uh, Beg. Yeah, dude. I um. I know this is kind of a weird. I, I I can't remember if we talked about it last week or not, but I would love if they had an RBF map that literally just cleared out all the mobs in Sacrea. Sacrea yeah. with a capture the point thing with all its many paths would be really fun, and it's huge too. So yeah. you wouldn't really That'd have to fight cool. just yeah. in one spot. Yeah, Sacrea would be a cool RBF map for sure. Sacrea lower. Actually, Sacrea upper and lower, to be honest. I was thinking lower, but both. Both would be pretty cool. All right. Um, let's talk about these balance changes. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into it. This is, this is going to be a fun topic. This is going to be a fun, a fun topic. So there were some bug fixes and some important things on some other classes, but obviously the, uh, the thing everyone was wondering for a while is is uh is musa gonna get any changes or do yeah. they think this is okay or is it gonna be the new suck wizard yeah so musa musa got some changes on global labs and this is what the blue text says and again this is the um translate this one's not properly translated so good luck uh understanding this this is direct from google for translation. So here we go. They say, currently, the Musa has the upper hand in the trading of super armor by utilizing the best mobility skills such as chase and retreat, extreme slicing with increased attack range, flaming wind, and dragon flame. Taking this advantage into account, we adjusted the PvP damage of each skill, and after checking the data, we found that some skills currently do too much damage. Therefore, in the super armor fight, the Musa can have an advantage by linking the pursuit with defense check skill, but has been adjusted so that it can have an appropriate amount of damage compared to putting a crowd control effect on an opponent and using a combo. So, um, they changed fiery crevice damage. Uh, their damage is, was reduced by 16.6%, is now reduced by 43%, which is something along the lines of like a 50% damage reduction. Um, below the belt... Below the belt got actually a pretty huge change because the first hit, which is most of the hits, I believe the first part's five hits, and the second part is three. Uh, the first part before was reduced by 34.5%, and the second part, the second hit was 48.4%, and now the whole thing is being reduced by 52%. And then projection, which affects the base skill and the pets that come out in PvP, got reduced by 18 points, or from 18.6% to 46%. So kind of three pretty huge damage changes. So, uh, Nayashi, you being the resident blader, what is your initial reaction to the Musa changes? Um, 
honestly warranted fiery crevice specifically it's like a completely overloaded skill especially when you consider the bond um making a super armor does a lot of damage and then slows um btb i guess i'm not surprised uh, yeah, a little bit of adjustment on there um i mean those are honestly the problem child is like fiery crevice really so yeah. Did it come, fine. Did it come faster than you expected? No. I kind of figured it happened in a few weeks after reworks. People were saying, oh, no, it's going to take six months for them to change this. I'm like, no, there's no way. There's no way they're going to let that sit. Yeah. Rez, your thoughts on the Musa changes? Uh, Good. I'm, I'm glad that they came quick. Um, Hopefully they'll come to life quickly. I know a lot of people are like, Okay, two more weeks of Musarain. Uh hopefully it comes out a little bit faster than that. I think it um, won't it won't this week. It's gonna be two weeks. It's not coming this week. There's no <laughs> way. Uh <laughs> as far as like is it enough, it's the the problem is is we have no way of testing damage because Global Labs is so unreliable for damage, right? So we just kind of have to wait until it hits live, and then we can see for ourselves whether uh, it's, like, enough, too much, or who knows? Maybe it's just right. I don't know. I mean, you can test damage on Global Labs. The problem is you can't test real, like, experiences in, like, group PvP. Yeah. Right? Which is where it's, like, you have to really feel it. Um... Yeah, I, I'm glad that it's, well, projection is interesting because uh, that one kind of, I guess, more so affects combos. I, with SF, I'm, I'm not going to, I always get dash slash and backflow confused, but their SF skill, I guess like you hit players with the projection in the neutral game with that, but it, I think that's kind of the only one. So I don't know how impactful the projection thing is going to be, I guess we'll, we'll have to see, but Fiery and Blow the Belt were pretty huge, and the damage nerfs are pretty yeah. big. And, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a major impact. And Fiery Crevice is only a six-second cooldown. I mean, the thing was, is, like, Fiery Crevice got an AoE increase, a damage, uh, a damage increase, and the CC on it was improved. So it's, like, it just became a pretty nutty skill. But, uh, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm happy, like, so I was talking to a bunch of Mooses, and this is kind of, I, I, I got more of a positive reaction than I thought I would, because I think what Mooses were most afraid of, at least the, the reasonable Mooses, were that this list of damage nerfs was going to be six or seven skills, and not two or three. Right. Because, like, Eradicate got a damage buff, and, and that's left untouched. And, it, it, you know, there's just, like, I don't know, other skills that hit hard. So, I don't know. A lot of Mooses are, feel pretty good about it and are like, well, if this gets the people off my class, I think it's still going to be better than it was before, so it'll be good. Um, yeah. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. It does suck. We have to wait two weeks. But... Necessary. Um, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to be two weeks, honestly. 
Yeah, why not? I, I mean, no, they're not doing any of the BSR changes two weeks. Those are all two weeks. They didn't I do... Feel like, I kind of feel like they might address these a little bit quicker. I don't know. I could I, be wrong. I, I, just, have I, a, I just have so. a feeling. I just I, have a feeling that they might. I hope it so. Week. It would be nice, but I I doubt it. Um, mostly because like the, biggest... the DK PVE changes didn't come for two weeks for no yeah, reason. Yeah, you know. So I don't know. That's true, and it is typical for it to be like two weeks or something like that. But um, uh, hopefully they uh, they don't stop there. You know. That's just yeah. the next topic, I guess. What do you mean they don't like uh, for Musa specifically? Or no, like, just balance, oh, okay, okay, balance, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, like I don't, the range I don't think so. I think it'll it'll make it easier to see what other classes are too strong because the the herd will flock over to other classes and and <laughs> the herd. <laughs> I'm really. Yeah. They will. They uh, will. They're gonna. They're gonna go. I think some will go to DK. And well, I think some will go back to their their resident sleeper mage large scale playstyles. I think there were now. So we're going to talk about Maywa in a second. But since Maywa was also included in this, I I actually suspected a lot of people would roll to Maywa after. Uh, except this happened. Yeah, this is their preemptive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To- uh, so then I was like, okay. And now my thinking is different. So I kind of want to go, I, I want, before we talk about the Maywall changes, since Musa was the most popular, what class, Reslar, do you think most of the people that are hardcore like, hey, we are going to play the strongest class in the game, period, or the easiest to find the most success, period. What class do you think now that Musa is getting nerfed, those players are going to go to next? And suck why? Zerker. You think suck Zerker? Why suck Zerker? Uh, it does a fuckload of damage. It has a lot of movement. It's pretty tanky, kind of a gear check class at the moment, and it's not that hard to pick up. Interesting. Yeah, what's your backup pick? Backup pick? Um, hmm. Backup pick? Maybe like Awakened DK, maybe? I don't know. No, not Awakened DK. That's just such a niche. I don't know. Because, like, all the classes that stand out to me as being, like, really strong after that are so niche. It's, like, Awakened DK, Suck Kuno. Um, I don't know. Maybe Suck Ranger. But then they're not going to be playing it in, like, open world 1v1s. They're just going to be taking it to Node Wars, which I guess is possible. Or RBF. Or RBF, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Suck Ranger. Suck Suck Ranger. But the thing is, is that like Zerker's good in like every circumstance, right? Because the the damage, the mobility, the 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 healing. I don't know. It just kind of has a little bit of everything that makes it really good in almost every situation. Suck Zerker, you said. Yeah, okay. Suck Zerker. But Suck Ranger would be my backup pick, I guess. Although you won't see any of the Flavor of the Month people trying to 1v1 with it. They'll just take it to Node Wars and RBF, and then they'll probably play, like, I don't know, like Suck Kuno in, like, Open World or some shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna back up your Suck Ranger pick after Nayashi goes, but Nayashi, 
your what what class do you think most people will flock to and what's your backup pick um i kind of feel like awakened dk might like it's from what i understand not obviously the most um impressive grinder compared to some other classes no but, but succession is now so it has yeah, a spec yeah. that's good yeah that's true um i forgot about that actually but uh yeah so i mean it does really well and its damage potential it's a lot of range ship damage that they can deal without necessarily being risky um so i think that's a potential for people to flock to um there's also hmm I think Archer is underrated right now, but I don't think people are going to go to it. I guess my backup pick would have to be I don't know, maybe Valkyrie. I think you might start Val, seeing more huh? Valkyries. Awaken Valkyrie suck. Yeah. I think Awaken Valk's the one that's being considered the most I think I think you're right about Archer being kind of slept on right now, but the reason why it's not going to be Flavor of the Month, at least I don't think so, is I think Archer is actually kind of hard to pick up. And that's it one of the be. key th that's one of the key things that these Flavor of the Month rerollers like that's like one of the things on the checklist, right? It has to be like essentially a gear check class, really powerful in almost every situation, and it has to be really fucking easy to play so yeah. that they can do it for like one day and start dominating, right? Yeah, exactly. That's definitely right. That's the same reason, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Those are those are good picks. I think. I I think Valk. I don't I don't know about the Valk, but the DK I can definitely see. At least from a large scale point of view, I feel like Valks are really strong right now. I think Valk also is like Archer though, where it's like it's kind of hard to get into that class. Yeah, I um. So it sucks because I really want to hedge. Like what I want to say is Zerker as a whole, because I think that some of the Musas who are only there because it, it can kill quickly and it moves like a maniac are going to like yep. suck. But then the other yep. ones that just want pure kill potential are going to love Titan Blow. So eh, I don't know. But I I would counter with, I don't think they're going to go Awakening because certainly I think everyone kind of knows that Titan blows next on the chopping block. Right? <laughs> it has to be. It has that's, to be that's next not on how the these, chopping block. That's not how these Flavor of the Monthers work, Razzler. Yeah, they, they, they don't care as long as this tag event's active. It doesn't yeah. matter what's next. It hasn't yeah, I guess that's yet. true. I guess that's true while the tag event's up. There's no reason not to. Yeah, so I'm going to say... Oh my god, dude. I'm gonna say Suck Ranger is my number one. And my backup my backup will be Suck Kuno, but I have my doubts only for a couple reasons. But let's go Suck Ranger first. One of Suck Ranger's mortal enemies just got nerfed in this global abs patch, which means not only is Suck Ranger still gonna be insane. But also, there potentially is going to be fewer Musas, fewer Mewas, yep. and fewer Lawns. Yep. <laughs> so, like, those three classes are a nightmare for Suck Ranger. They're still, outside of that, there's still, like, Sork Ninja Kuno. But, um, 
I don't know if you have people to play around. Suck Ranger is crazy, and uh, I mention this every week, but people, if you don't know this, tearing arrow doesn't have reduced damage when it's on cooldown. I just want that to yep. be known. Yeah, Mina was. I mentioned Mina was, that as I, one of the issues I have with the. I was yeah. complaining about Suck Ranger the other day, and Mina was telling me about that, and it's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, one yeah. of one of the things about Ranger before the reworks, Tearing Arrow was already nuts. And then they added special attack damage and it doesn't do reduced damage on cooldown, so it's like it's it's really really crazy. Um so that's why I think Suck Ranger cuz one some of the classes that really make it miserable for that class are are nerfed and then Right. It's also just really good, and people are slowly starting to pick up. Like, oh, like this. Unlike Archer, I really can just stay in one place and shoot yep. for a long, long time. Like Archer has a couple more ways to do it now, but Ranger has like yep. a huge amount of ways to just sit in one spot and fire. And guess what? If you're getting ganked on a suck Ranger, you can just pew 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 your way all the way back to wherever the fuck your team is. It's so fucking fast, and they go so fucking far. It's fucking insane how quick and how far they move. It's so nuts. Meanwhile, Archer's burning like 10 skills to try and cover the same distance in half the time. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Archer's movement isn't better than Ranger, but yeah. So, here's the it's thing. It's more protected, <laughs> but it's not as fast. And it doesn't go, it's not as easy to do. It's a lot more, I mean, you can fuck it up. Sure. But if you're playing the class, you're going to probably be able to do the basic movement after playing it for like a week or two. And uh, Archer's is way, way, way safer. Yes, it is way more protected. Absolutely. All right, so here, here's the thing. So that's my thing with Suck Ranger. Um, and then Suck Kuno is, and it, it saddens me. Right? It's like, this actually kills me. A little bit. This is this is the exact opposite of what I wanted in the rework. All I wanted for Kuno is basically what Awakening got. Like, give me a little bit of damage, give me a little bit better protection and movement, and we'll be good to go. And on Suck, it was like week after week. It was like weird because it was like, oh, they didn't really do anything to Suck Kuno. And then they did the runes thing, and now the runes like the damage is more consistent, but it's it's still mostly like combo damage. And then one day they were like. Maybe we should change Flash Slash. You think Kunos would like that if we changed Flash Slash? And most Kunos, myself included, are like, yeah, that'd be sick. What, what are you going to do to Flash Slash? It's like, all right, well, what could we do? We could increase the damage, or we could make it faster, or we could make it more protected, or we could make it so you can move more often while in Flash Slash, or we could lower the cooldown. And then, like, the other guy that he was talking to was like, why don't we just do all of those things? And they're yeah. like, okay, cool. So it's going to be faster, do more damage, move you more often, and have a lower cooldown and be safer. Perfect. Done. Flash Slash is all set. Good to go. And I'm just like, no. Because it's one of those things where I'm like, I, it's so nice for PvE. And it's obviously like really fun to use, but it's so goddamn easy, man. It's really, really easy, and it, it makes me sad. Like, Suck Kuno right now, I think, uh, as far as all the rats go, is, like, the easiest class to play, mostly because they made it... every The whole kit is safer. The cooldowns are lower. It's a lot easier to manage. And 
Tenant Cutter is a protected CC that teleports you behind your enemy. And I could excuse that before because it was like, well, everything else leading up to Tenant Cutter is really risky and unsafe and we have to wait and there's a lot of downtime. But all that is gone now. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. So now everyone's on my class and it makes me sad. <laughs> I don't like it. I, uh, I want to be a hipster again. For like one second, I tuned in uh, to Zachary's stream and he was showing a Kuno montage that I presume he did because he was talking about um, how he was fighting people. And I'm assuming that's what he was referring to. And in the talking about this, he said something along the lines of this class is so easy. You literally just stomp people and they just die. Is that true? Right now, yeah. It really is. They're really hard to track. I mean, it's it's crazy because they didn't really make the class um, faster. More mobile. Tenon yeah. Cutter is the same. Ankle Cutter is the same. It's Crescent Slash is the same. Ghost Step is the same. Dance Macabre is the same. The only thing they did is lower all the cooldowns and speed up Flash Slash. And now it's like, oh shit, this thing never stops moving. Yep. So, so much damage. It's really nuts. But here's the thing. Now, I do think it's going to be probably at the top of the list in terms of when the Arena Solaire comes out. It'll be the most annoying class to deal with in um, Battle Arena. It'll be one of the most annoying classes, if not the most annoying class in RBF. And then in Node War... I just don't see it being as impactful as like Musa is or even maybe some of the other classes with range just because if you don't have a lot of gear like okay so Krilton I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right but for anyone who doesn't know Krilton he's been kind of hanging with Sakuno forever even during the dark times and he was nuts um dark times. during the dark times and now he is insane. So someone like him who has a ton of gear and a ton of experience on the class and knows when to go in, when to come out, what's going to be a safe engage, what's not, he's going to do really well. And it'll be a nightmare for people to deal with. But the average Kuno is just going to die in groups. So for like large scale stuff, I don't see it being as impactful. But in like any of the smaller skirmishes or RBF, it's, it's going to be nuts. And I, it's always like when I think about what, what should change on it, I, I don't know because I like I like that it has trade potential now. I just don't like that it's so easy to stay safe. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about is like what you could do to Flash Slash to make it worse without making it uh, without reducing its damage or increasing its cooldown because like in a vacuum its damage really isn't that nutty. It's just like in totality with how much you're moving around it's insane so one of the things i was thinking about and i'm still like mulling it over but if tendon cutter didn't teleport to your opponent's back anymore would be one if i can make two changes two changes i would be comfortable with tendon cutter no longer teleports to your back you have to control it manually on the little four dash float one and two I would make when moving in Flash Slash, and this would be true for both versions, but would be extra impactful on, on Prime since you can move twice, would cost stamina. Because one of the things with Sakuno is it actually drains out of stamina pretty quickly in a fight, but then you immediately get it back with Flash Slash back-to-back -back Tenon Cutter. 
And if you made Flash Slash cost stamina, not only would you not regenerate that stamina, but it would also be like, oh shit, I, I can't move because I'm out of stamina. So I have to stay in place, which gives it the risk that it used to have. So personally, that's what I would like to see done to it. And also it would get a lot of the people that don't have to think just off the class for me, you know? <laughs> that's what this is really about, isn't it? Yeah, I, I see a lot of people saying tendon cutters shouldn't recover stamina. They should do the same thing they did with Deadly Dance. I mean, that's fine. Maybe. The problem is, is a lot of classes have mobility that recovers stamina, like Lava Piercer, Shadow Leap. I mean, there's there's a lot of them. Um, tendon cutter recovered stamina for the last two years, and no one complained about it. It's Flash Slash is what's different. So just to put it in a little bit of perspective. Flash Slash didn't used to move you twice and had a longer cooldown. So what I'm hearing is that you obviously hate Kunos and you want <laughs> it to be nerfed into obscurity again. No, I think that it would still be very playable. It just would give downtime to the Kuno that would make them S-block or disengage again and also not make it as easy to play where everyone could just pick it up, especially the Tenon Cutter teleport thing. Like see, let me ask you one question. All right, let's hear it. Do you even PvP? No. I mean, you're really more of a PvE player. You have no right to talk about this. That's true. I have a lot <laughs> of angry lawns that are mad about Deadly Dance. Dude, lawns busted. Lawn, lawn is, is insane. Pretty strong. Lawn I mean, lawns get awakened. Lawns getting nerfed in this patch. Yep. Um, I actually have it on standing. Let it let the court record show. Uh, succession damage is also fucking insane on that class. I uh, I was watching Elida, who's one of the, he's a he's one of the few lawns I I highly respect, and he uh. He was fine with the change. The thing is, is there's a lot of players that are like, man. I should never be caught, ever. No matter what situation I put myself in, I should always be able to get out. And that's just not really going to be possible. And it's tilting for a lot of people. That sucks, you know? Yeah. Do you think people would be nearly... Do you think people would care nearly as much about Awaken Lawn if it didn't have a ranged AoE grab? I feel like a I mean, lot of people's feelings towards Awaken Lawn are because they hate that fucking grab. Yeah. I get that. Did you see the... I mean, we pulled it up last week during the anniversary thing, the the range of the grab. Yeah, it's, the thing Divius yeah. linked. I mean, it's yeah. definitely lessened, and the cooldown is higher. So it's like, yeah, they hate the grab, and the grab is obviously annoying, but I don't know. Right, right now, I don't know if that's the only thing, because now it's faster it's a lot faster class being able to do the second hit of tailspin the lower cooldown on on vice like everything it's super protected does a lot of damage so i i think it's kind of a combination of things but the grab definitely is there <laughs> it's also still there and really nuts but yeah i don't know i don't know if that's the only thing anymore i would say pre-rework that was mostly the thing but post rework now that it's like a lot faster um, I don't think that's the only thing. I think there's a lot of things that upset yeah. people. So what? Uh, I mean, we're not we're not done with the passion today because we still have to talk no. about one class. But um, 
I wanted to ask you guys, so what else needs to be nerfed, right? I think we're all in agreement that Titan Blow does too much damage. After Titan Blow, what else? Because here's the thing, right? I hear everybody say like like uh, range damage in general is too high. I would almost contend that damage in general is too high, mm-hmm. and maybe we don't try to fix that through class balancing. Well, if every class is like, hold on, I... yeah, if every if every class is around the same level or similar level, sure, but that's not the case right now. That's the that's the only thing. No, so no, no, no I understand. Partly, yeah, yeah, but the overarching problem, yes, you don't, you don't really. I, I agree. I need to add more like itemization to the game that brings people up a, a little bit on tankiness. And also, I have to address someone, Rolalo, in chat is saying, "What are you even talking about? A lot of protected damage? Question mark. Do you even know what protected skills are? Most other classes have more protected damage than lawn. I want you to think about that for a second." I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna let him sit on that. That's maybe he's thinking. Oh, he might, maybe or is he talking about? I I don't know what he's talking about. Succession, maybe. I don't know. I actually have no idea. But that is the craziest thing I've ever. I don't. Okay, sorry. Wh- go on, rest. What were you saying? No, I was just saying. Like, so at what point? What else needs to get nerfed to bring kind of everything to a similar playing field? At which point we can stop making class changes and start increasing defense overall? Or do you guys even want to increase defense overall? I think it has to happen. There's too much damage right now from everybody. The damage is pretty nutty. I mean, I think that... Well, I don't know. I don't know how much you'd reduce it by or what the level would be, but... Depending on what the lightstones end up being, and based on the stats that they said, like we are going to get increased tankiness with the winter region, yeah. um, because we're going to get a, a larger HP pool <sighs> by kind of a right. significant amount, and we're going to get more DR and evasion. Why are they slow rolling the I just the, uh, dead god gear? I I don't know. I, feel like I just that would don't help think that. I just don't think that that's gonna solve it, though. I mean, maybe it will. Well, it depends too, because the other thing, and this is not an attack on you or anyone else, but like the game is a gear progression game, and if people are staying at C nine, it doesn't matter what they do. So it's like, okay, are we supposed to buff tankiness enough so C nine could be the end of the game and you don't die anymore at C nine? Yeah. Uh, no. What you're getting at, like obviously, me and Rizlar haven't been progressing as say we should. Rizlar more so than me, <laughs> but yeah. But also, I don't think C9 should be like getting like two hit, three hit standing up, right? No, they shouldn't be, but that's why I think A, some of the classes do need to be brought down and be like. I don't know if it's going to solve it, but they definitely are adding, uh, they're de- adding tankiness and like people don't value yeah. HP. I, I'm not really sure why. Cause basically if you have a lot of DR, or a lot of evasion, your HP does make a difference. And, um, I, so I don't know. And obviously your overall survival. I just don't know where the line is. I'm not saying it doesn't, there doesn't need to be more tankiness. 
Because I, I agree, like, damage right now is too high. Like, I, I like the idea of, oh, when I kill someone, it should be over the course of, like, an actual combo and not necessarily, like... Yeah. Uh, I kill, I that would be ideal, two, right? In order to kill skills. somebody, you have to CC them and properly execute a combo, including, assumedly, a re-CC, unless yeah. there's a big gear difference. Right. You're, what you're wanting, though, is, like, 2017 or earlier days, you know? Well, let, let me ask you this, Rose. Let, let's say in, in theory they do that, right? And let's say... Let's say a class... I'm trying to think of a class that has like... Let's say a wizard, okay? Let's say the, the baseline is... Um, or no, sorry. Let's, let's say Kuno. Let's say Sakuno. Sakuno does a lot of damage, right? Let's say if I catch someone right now with my gear... Someone has around the same gear as me, and it takes all the way until the very last skill to kill them. But it's like pretty precise and consistent. Where does that leave like all these other classes that do way less damage? They just you get out of those combos, and like how long? Like, are you ever going to be able to one v two or anything like that on any of these other classes? Or is it going to be basically impossible? And is that okay? Is that what we want? Like, you shouldn't really ever well, be able to outplay two people. Okay, again, in, in, like a, in, like, a perfect world, right? Like, everybody should be able to, like, if they are perfectly executing a proper combo, they should be able to kill people. And then, as far as the 1v2 thing, I think that you can still 1v2 in that situation. You have to CC them without being CC'd. You have to outplay them. Uh, you can't just like outgear them. You have well, to right. outplay them. But once you outplay them, how do you actually kill them? Because you outplaying them is like the CC. But how do you actually like finish them off? If you have to do a full combo to kill a single person on even like a super high damage class, my question is like, how do you finish them off in this theoretical world where everyone's a lot more tanky? Or do you not? Maybe you just CC them and run away, and that's if you end up in a one v two. I mean, I don't, I don't see. Okay, so one, if they're close enough together where you can use the combo on both of them, then they both die that way. Or two, you can just get, like, if you manage to CC both of them, you can run a full combo on uh, uh, one of them and just try to make sure that the second CC also hits the other person, right? And you just don't worry about damaging that other person. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not going to be possible for every class, but I don't know. I... I just think, eh, eh, I don't know, whatever, man. No, I'm a, I'm asking like in that world, cause like I I think about that too. There's like times where I'm like, yeah, it'd be sick if I had to combo someone to kill them like the whole way through, and they had to do the same thing to me. But then I think about some of these classes, like a guardian. I I mean, they're way slower. So if just everyone's tankiness goes up, they're probably not killing people, or wizards probably aren't, or like certain specs. So then we end up bringing everyone's damage up and then it's probably not going to be perfect. And then eventually we end up in the same boat because damage needs to get buffed. So I don't know. But this is yeah. why, this is why I threw out the idea and, and maybe it's crazy and it's not well thought out idea. It's just an idea, but I think it would be kind of interesting if the amount of special attack damage we did, um, as far as down attack and air attack, potentially went went damage. yeah went up let's say 30 or 40 percent and then all other damage went down so that way it's like when someone's on the ground 
you do the same amount of damage as right now, right? So in this in this hypothetical world, you would reduce everyone's damage so much that once they're CC'd or on the ground, you would do the same exact amount of damage that you're doing today to someone that's CC'd or on the ground, but people that are standing up aren't dying as fast. The only issue is there's classes like Guardian or Striker that are literally almost never on the ground, and then it just buffs, essentially it's a buff to grabs. Yeah, I could see that being a problem with that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 hard. It, it I think at the end of the day, there is no like perfect world, right? There's just as close as you can get, and so the the question is like, okay, who's getting fucked, right? Like, what situation is getting fucked? Who's getting fucked? Because like somebody's got to get fucked, unfortunately. Unless we start reworking like classes to all be homogenous, which I don't think anybody wants, like somebody in some situation has got to get fucked somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that's I mean, why I'm like, I, I, I kind of just want them to keep continue on the path that they're doing, like nerf the ones that feel like they're too much damage, and then let's see yep. where the winter region takes us, and then if we need more tankiness, like maybe increase the dp brackets or, or something yeah the, the that's only... kind of what i'm leaning towards is like why don't we just add more brackets to dp i don't understand the the only thing i'd add to this uh discussion is and this is maybe mentioned i just probably just didn't hear it. but um basically you know there's going to be those types of classes that are better at comboing so the whole modifier thing which i do agree with i like that approach mm-hmm versus classes that don't really have good mechanics to CC, um, you know, classes that are heavily guarded and, um, you know, like chip damage is their main way of doing damage. Like imagine, say, like a DK scenario. They're not, a, they're not exactly um, necessarily known for catching, like, a lot of people in, like, super armor-based uh, four guards out of their uh, their protections all the time. Yeah. So it would be like, you know, what about them? Um, as far as like making sure that they can still deal their damage and be able to pressure those kinds of individuals that are, you know, heavily guarded. They would be able to combo just fine in that scenario. So there has to be some sort of weird balance. It's just the whole thing's annoying because... Back in, I think, you know, 2017, it was like everything was perfectly fine with, I think, majority of people would say that, you know, the protections and the damage was kind of fine. Yeah. I don't know. I what, wonder, I, don't, I, I mean, so not, not to get off topic or anything, but I wonder if that's true or if people just didn't know how to PvP back then. Well, people didn't have gear back then, so it wasn't actually fine. It was like the beginning the of the game. Slower. Too. But I, I mean, literally, people didn't know how to PvP back then. If you yeah, watch, no, they like, yeah. I have a video on my uh, YouTube channel that's actually privated because it's really embarrassing of a tournament that my guild did like four months after release, and you're watching these people like walk around <laughs> and like just throwing skills out. They get a CC, they don't know what to do. So it's, I don't know. 
I got into always... this. I, I got in that same discussion, Rez. I got into an argument with someone on Reddit. One of my favorite things to do. This is a, about five months ago where they were saying that the game was far more skilled pre-CC changes. And I was like, no, they weren't. Everything was protected. You just rotated your shit in a circle and hoped to God you hit something. And then uh -huh. he goes, uh, wrong. And he sends me a link to him on a DK fighting against a Sork. Where the Sork is literally, like, you see the Sork multiple times in this video. Use Midnight Stinger, raw, plain-ass Midnight Stinger, right in front of the dude, right into Wheel of Fortune. And I was like, what about this is skilled? He's literally, he has no idea what you're doing. He's just throwing his shit out and hoping to God you're open. That's it. Like, look at what you guys are doing. You're not finding any openings. You're not going behind front. They're not even going behind frontals back then. They're just, like, rotating everything. It didn't matter. There was no yeah. thinking, no thinking. It was just like, all right, here's my skill rotation. Let's get through it. Here's my skill rotation. Let's get through it. And it was like nothing. There was no thinking pre-CC changes. It was, it was crazy. I mean, there were some <laughs> matchups maybe, or there was a little bit, but dude, I remember playing Sork versus Valken Warrior back then. I was just going as fast as I can and hope to God that they either desynced or fat fingered something. Otherwise they were never getting yeah. CC'd. I just got killed by an AP fucking shy. <laughs> no. thing. There it is. There, it is. see, damage is way it, too high. Even, even shies are comboing people now, man. Oh my god! Dude. I had a shy steal my kill in RBF, and I, I literally said out loud, I was like, "Dude, fucking shy! Of course they get the last hit on my fucking kill." And then I, I actually look at the shy. This motherfucker has like six kills. I'm like, what the? Fuck? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, I don't know. We won't be able to solve it. But I, I am curious if they... As long as they subtly nerf some of these classes that are a little bit too strong. Um, the, And we get the winter region. The other thing, too, is that I do think people need to commit to getting DP. I know that's really hard for a lot of people. And it feels bad because it doesn't really benefit your grind spots. But the... The different, obviously, if you grow into a group of 10 or 5 people or whatever, it might not be helpful. But man, when you're fighting just one or two, having a large HP pool and a lot of DR, a lot of evasion makes a huge difference in the quality of like how it actually feels to fight. I think everybody's in the opposite mentality right now, though. I think everybody's like, damage is high, DP doesn't matter, ripping my Kafras out of my armor so I can be C20 <laughs> on my dandies, Arca, and Nuver. Yeah, I, I'm getting I'm getting uh, a couple. Well, an individual that's saying he's like I'm C20 armors and I get two shot. It's not a gear thing. I, I mean, I mean that's their point of view. Yeah, um, no, there. I mean that that's there's some classes that can do that right now that it that should not be a thing. But I'm looking at these notes and some of those are getting hit. So yeah, that's true. Right now, the, wait, the number wait, one proponent is for me, and Nayashi, you're gonna be upset with this. <laughs> But oh, no, when I'm fighting people, the classes that come out to me and kill me the fastest, like just the actual time to kill when I'm not CC'd right now are Mooses and Maywas, and it's not even really? close. Yep. It's like no one else is even close. I'm trying to think maybe Zerker with Titan Blow in Node Wars and stuff. Uh, those are pretty close too. And then Rangers from range. And though, and again, but every time these changes happen, I... It doesn't mean those things aren't a problem. They definitely, definitely are and need to be addressed. 
Yes. But my health goes from full to zero fastest if there's a Musa or a Mewa next to me. Yeah. If and I'm I, not I would CC. just like to I would like to to reiterate just for the people in the back who maybe weren't listening, Musa's and Mewa's. Now I'm not saying Mewa was as OP overall, because I do think Mewa's a little bit harder to aim their skills and the way they play is a little bit different and they do require a little bit more setup, so it's not as oppressive. But there's definitely a lot of times where I'm like, what the fuck class was that? And then like the kind of the tip of the iceberg animation registers in my brain. I'm like, oh, okay. That's what that was. <laughs> I'll get him next time. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I mean, I agree with like, Mayo did does a lot of damage currently on live. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not mad about the nerfs on Global Labs. I think, you know, it's justified in its own way. Um, yeah, let, let me read them real quick and then give your, give your full thoughts. So I'm going to read their blue text and then I'll read the three skills that are nerfed. And then after you kind of talk about how you feel about it, I want to talk about the Tiger Blade thing. So, uh, Mewa, when the character reboots arrived, Mewas have been changed to be able to defeat opponents by composing a combo with the flow in addition to the cloud stabbing skill, frostbite flow, the tip of the iceberg, or using the ice pick technique. However, Ice Pick, and when they're saying Ice Pick, they're referring to Ice Fang. Um, Frost and Float Tip the Iceberg are very high uh, damage and have forward guard effects, so there's no reason to use um, Dalrise, Float Cloud Stab in addition. It was, um, it was possible to unilaterally defeat the opponent, just like the Musa. <laughs> I love that they throw that in there. Because yeah. it was continuously receiving high damage without any gaps in the defensive skills in connection with Chase. After adding the status effect to this, the damage amount has been adjusted so that the combo can be put in to inflict higher damage. The following changes have been applied to the following skills. Frost Pillars 1 through 3, the PvP reduction changed from 42.7 to 55%. Flow Tip of the Iceberg from 47 to 57 and then Ice Fang from 35 to 45% in PvP. So, Nashi, your initial reaction to this when you saw it and how are you feeling now that you've had a couple of days to think about it? So my initial reaction is I read the blue note and I'm like, these guys are fucking smoking it. Can I read can I read the message you sent in here? Oh, what did I <laughs> hold on, let me let me go over what I said again. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> no, she's like, hold on, let me I need to clear uh, this before you read uh, it. <laughs> so Yeah, I guess that's fine. Whatever. Okay. So um Wait, hold on. Let me see. Where Where is this? Du, 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 du. Um, I mean, me and, so, me and Rezar went back and forth over a right. couple different things. So. You guys went through. So the first thing that Ashley does is he links the notes. Um, he links the screenshot to these three changes. And he says, that hurts. DK untouched though. LOL. Where's the Kuno nerfs? Archer nerfs? Zerker nerfs? Ranger nerfs? Like range damage right now is silly. And then he had a yep. few minutes to think about it. And then he, he posted the Musa changes and he said, let's watch the mass exodus from Musa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after after I had my chance to rant a little bit, I, I looked at the Musa one. I'm like, oh, well, at least there was good something good this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't know. Well, these three skills in particular, were these, I mean, how does this affect the class? How does this affect you? Was it justified? I, I think it, it's justified, honestly. Like, like, I, like, basically, in my comments that I made that you read off, I, I'm just more. I'm not mad about the Mayo nerfs to the. Basically, it's our four guard combo, our large scale combo. It's 
It's Ice, Ice Fang into Frost Pillar, tip of the iceberg. It's a really nice, good flow. It's all forward guard. It's really nice, protected, a lot of damage. Um, and uh, it's understandable. It's I would say I didn't really calculate, so I'm kind of giving a rough idea, but I think it's roughly about a 20% nerf overall to that combo, um, which I think is fine. Honestly, it's justified in its own way. The the blue note though is hilarious to me, and that's where I was just like, these guys are crazy. <laughs> they say basically there's no, we're basically utilizing this combo instead of cloud stab. Essentially, moonrise and the cloud stab. We're instead doing moonrise and the frost pillar tip of the iceberg. Is what uh -huh. they're getting at. Well, yeah, no duh. You guys took out a skill connection to cloud stab for its utility. Its damage is laughable in comparison. It just doesn't deal that much damage at all. They didn't really do anything to it. It's the skill just got basically nerfed by them, by indirectly nerfed by just taking away its options. Um, Are so, you referring specifically to the one after um, F after Stigma? Yes, correct. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so that was a good utility feature that Cloud Stab you as a skill connect you could use it. It's typically locked behind Moonrise usage only. Well, they originally made it so that you could use it after Stigma, so it was great as a heal, and also, because it does so many hits, you could maybe um, do the hit stutter thing to make people drop their drop their animations, and then they get floated by it. Um, so it was a pretty good skill, um, at least as a utility factor, and it did okay damage, but it's like, in comparison, it does nothing, and then they took away that that utility feature. So it doesn't have that skill connect anymore. And it's gated behind Moonrise and everything being low cooldowns, like seven second Frost Pillar and seven second um, cooldown tip of the iceberg. Why would I ever want to use Cloud Stab? It just doesn't deal enough and it's unprotected. There's just yeah. no justification for it. So yeah, it, the blue note is just, <laughs> it just, it makes me laugh a little bit because like you guys did this. You guys caused this problem. Yeah. So, so here was uh, Basque's response. I, I sent him the notes and he'd probably already had seen it, but I asked him his yeah. thoughts and he said, uh, doesn't look too bad. Would be nice if they nerfed some other classes as well. And then he said, also, I was using the kit wrong, so it doesn't really affect me as much as others since I didn't rely on Ice Fang and I was still <laughs> doing some unsafe stuff. Yeah, he told me about that. I'm like, dude, you should be using Fang. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, he still does. It, you know, even with that, he's still doing really well because he knows what he's doing positioning-wise and whatnot. So it's kind of like a moot point for him. But, um, yeah. Uh, you want me to... Here's a... What was a... Nihilus was pretty annoyed. He kind of... He said the same things I did about the range damage. Yeah. I mean, the range... I mean, it doesn't... But the thing, I mean, I don't know. I, I understand that reaction for sure because initially it's just like when you look through, especially Maywa was a little bit flying under the radar because there's just not as many. Like Moose We're is overshadowed just, by Moose. Yeah, yeah, Moose is so much easier, so it's not even going to be like close. Plus, yeah. Musa is just way more powerful, which is why these nerfs are like even crazier yeah. on Musa. But um, but I, I understand it. But the thing is, is like this doesn't mean that they're saying range damage is okay. Of course. Like, they're probably never going to nerf every class that needs a nerf in the same patch 100% of the time. It's just, like, completely unlikely. And I, also, I, yeah. And that's that's fair. I'm, I'm just mostly saying I'm, I'm disappointed that 
you know, they just didn't get more. That's all. Um, I just, I, I feel like it's just like what aboutism, right? It's like I got nerfed, but what about these guys? But, but I mean, like, are you are you arguing that that's not the case? That range damage is perfectly fine. No, no, that's not. No, what he's Nayashi, saying. that's not what anyone is saying. We're saying that Musa and Mewa is a bigger problem than range damage. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, I envy Musas right now, the good Musas, because the good Musas get to look at this, and if they're okay with these changes, if they're like, yeah, I can live with that, that means they get to go to sleep for a while, knowing they're probably not going to get nerfed again for some time, right? If at all. Whereas, like, I'm... SPA sometimes goes on a, a damn crusade on, on a class. Yeah, but their track record recently with, like, Corsair, Nova, and, uh, like, is a little bit more subtle. Yeah, so, yeah. my guess is just the notes alone are going to make people go to other classes. Like, people aren't even... Like, there are people that looked at this and said, fuck Musa, it's trash. Yeah, 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 100%. So, so they get to sleep at night knowing, like, all right, we're probably a little bit off the radar. And then, like, um, I'm over here. I'm like, I don't know what they're going to nerf on Sukuno. I know it needs to be nerfed. I don't know what it's going to be nerfed. Like, what on it is going to be nerfed. I hope it's something that makes sense, but it probably isn't going to be. Which is the fear no, that, like, Musasin had brought up a million times, right? It's yep. like, yeah. No, we need a nerf. I'm just scared to death at what it's going to be because it might be something that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. See, that's that's the beauty of like me as an awakened zerker, right? I know what they're going to nerf. It's very <laughs> yeah. obvious. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're mentally prepared. You're, yours is crystal clear, dude. Yours is crystal clear. Um, for sure. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And there's some other classes too that I I don't know if. Like, I don't know. I keep seeing the I keep seeing the DK thing. I, I'm still not sold that DK needs nerfs. I, I know that's gonna upset a lot of people and I was talking about it with Etsu today and maybe they do. I just need more time to see it, or maybe there's not enough DKs that it feels super oppressive yet. But I just don't I'm not seeing it yet. Yeah, they're really safe, but like who the fuck isn't really safe right now? And they do deal good damage, which I've been saying forever. But as like at least for awakening, they're not. What was the what was the phrase they did? They don't do more damage in any particular skill, but they're the amount of time that they're dealing damage has gone up, like because they have more options to throw out damage. Yeah, it's what Mina was saying earlier. Yeah, I here's the thing. I don't think DK is doing enough damage to justify like emergency. Like we gotta get we gotta do something before the winter region comes out. And we get a little bit more defensive stats with the light stones and the falling god helm and all that stuff, right? That's what I think. Yeah. I think I think Titan Blow, I think Suck Ranger, I think Musa Mewa, I think these are all things that are doing so much damage that it needed to be adjusted right now. You cannot wait for the winter region. I don't know if I can say the same thing for DK. Right. It's kinda on the precipice, but I don't think I would say the same thing. There, if now, I... if Winter Region comes out and we get more defenses and they are doing noticeably more damage than, like, everybody else, then, like, sure, at that point, like, tackle it. Go ahead, obviously. But if you, I don't know. If you put me in a battle arena with Multi Melter on his full AP setup, 
I'm sure you could convince me that like, yeah, this damage seems a bit high on his DK, right? But if you put me in a battle arena with multi-melter with this full AP set and he was on a Zerker, I would immediately be like, this cannot exist. This is too much. Or on a Musa or a Mewa. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. It's like, yeah. And so maybe, maybe DK is too strong. I just need, it needs a little more time for it to simmer. That's all. That's all I'm saying. It definitely isn't like at the top of the list. And then, yeah, no, Divio is saying striker damage. Striker is under the radar right now because there is so much range damage in Musa's that like striker can go into a ball and be killed. But as soon as he can't, people slow flock back over to striker. Mm. Like striker <laughs> really only needs to be able to 1v2, 1v3 before people start being like, what the fuck is this class? And right now, the, if a moose is around, it's like nearly impossible to do it. Yeah. Unless you're Divios, I guess. But for the average striker. <laughs> yeah, I was fighting my friend Yolo for my guild today and I was dueling him on Sakuno and he just said, after those duels, I know my DK is in good hands. Kek W. <laughs> Wait, yellow? Different yellow, I presume. Yeah. You're gonna rehabilitate me in the DK Discord now for these comments. You're welcome, DKs. I got you. Um. Yeah, I don't know. All right, let's go on to. Uh, I do want to talk about the caster changes, but let's talk about the last set of nerfs, which was the lawn nerfs. Um. They nerfed. Unbridled Despair, SRMB, the two little discs, by a lot. Um, I believe this one was by about 28%. So it's the PvP damage reduction went from 51.3 to 66, which is about 28% damage, less damage. Um, and then Deadly Dance, which is forward RMB, which is their spinning skill, six second cooldown, changed from 50.1% PvP damage reduction to 62%. So about 24% damage reduction and it no longer recovers stamina while using the skill. They basically turned it I guess into violations rules gonna... change, but it's kind of like violation I guess in some way. Are they gonna what? Are they gonna need some fucking oxygen, you know, after these changes? Like, are they gonna be like screwed stamina wise? <laughs> so some lawns are super pissed about it. Um, Elida's seems all right with it. I think, I actually think here, I, I was trying to think more and more about this. I was talking with Elon. I was talking with, so, I was talking with Elon. I'm just gonna, I'll leave it am, am, <laughs> ambiguous like that. I was talking with Elon and I was thinking, you know, I was like, what is different now than like back when I was maining lawn a while ago? And like kind of the biggest thing is, well, two things. One, it's obviously faster now. So it's easier because it's so fast to just kind of rifle through your skills and, and blow stamina quickly. But the other thing is like, you used to be able to sit in your lingers for a long time and that's just not, you can't do that now. Cause you just die so fast. Like you can't, yeah. you can't just sit there anymore. Which means you have to use more mobility and stamina. Which means they have to use more mobility and stuff. So it's like, it's sort of another one of these like, God, if damage wasn't so high, Maybe they wouldn't feel so bad about this stamina change. But damage is really high. So... They um, do feel bad. <laughs> they do feel bad, yeah. 
Um, now, I don't know. I, it's hard to say if it's for sure justified, but I do know that I, I know maybe some lawns don't feel this way, but man, lawns are pretty nuts. Like lawns right now are really nuts. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of damage really quickly. They're very slippery. They're hard to catch and they're, they're pretty nuts. Um, I think the other issue is kind of what Reslar was mentioning before is like lawn isn't, it just isn't that hard to pick up is the other thing too. So someone could just hop on a lawn and be like, Hey man, I'm, I'm pretty good already. Look at this. I should make a montage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, is that no. the is that the uh, the main issue here? Whether or not they can kill five people? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. This one's uh, is interesting. We'll we'll see what happens. And I don't know. This one's uh, Lon's damage is nuts. They also have unlimited stamina whenever they e buff. I. I don't want people to forget that. That is a thing. Yeah, it's a little much. It's a lot of a thing. <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if they could linger essays for a little bit longer, they could, uh, it, it wouldn't feel so bad. It's good. Winter region, you know? Let's hope and pray. Fingers crossed. Let's hope those lightstone set bonus when you put two HP crystals gives additional DR or something, you know? That's the hope. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, that was the thing yesterday. I, I have to bring this up, and I, I apologize to the guy in chat who said it, but he he told me. I, I don't even want to say it because it's like it's just it's. That's why I'm not going to say the name. But he literally said that lawn is a three minute class. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, he said that. He said that they're so stamina starved that they are straight up a three minute class. Yeah, no shot, my guy. Like, I don't know why that's crazy to me, but you know. Yeah, no, with the amount of damage they're doing, man, it's, it's crazy. It's actually just insane. And they still have plenty of protection. They still have good CCs. Like, it's definitely not three-minute class, for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Caster changes. So, we, did, were we talking about Voltaic Pulse last week with uh, the bug, potential bug? Or was that after, uh... was that after the podcast that became a thing? I think that was after. I don't. Did Belly or Horsey mention it? I don't think either of them did. No, did I they? don't think so. Cause I'm trying to think. Cause ne neither of them play Awakening. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. They both suck. Is kind of the issue. Um. So. Basically, there was a bug. The theory was that. I, oh, sorry. Go we ahead. should clarify. Three minute class is referring to you're only useful when your your class buff is up. Yeah, if your e buff is up. Um, to clarify, the person is saying they're a three-minute class in large scale. They're only able to do anything when their e-buff is up. Otherwise, they can't do anything. So they're waiting for two and a half minutes for their e-buff to go up and then fighting for 30 seconds. Nope, that was the three minutes to learn. Three, three minutes, minutes a three-minute class because it takes three <laughs> minutes to learn. <laughs> 
Oh no, Diva once says my husband is a three minute class, Hugh Hugh. All right. Oof. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. All right. Um so I yeah, let's start with uh Voltaic Pulse. Voltaic Pulse was uh essentially not doing its full damage. I mean that's just the uh the long and short of it here. Voltaic Pulse, the theory was that it was doing its level one damage um at level four, but Apparently, it just accidentally had additional PvP damage reduction that was not intentional. <laughs> accidentally. Uh, but... They, they tend to do this a lot. Yeah, but it's not quite the... Uh, that, so, yeah, it was doing less damage. They're fixing it, so it should do its normal damage after the patch. Um, so that's really huge. Also, for the pets, they buffed the pets in PvE on both Awakening and Succession. Uh, or sorry, Awakening. I mean, both Wizard and Witch. Um, I know. Atsu's saying makes you think what else is fucked. I know. How many skills uh, aren't doing their damage? Dune Slash also apparently wasn't doing its damage with the core. And dude, it is like noticeable when we got that patch. It was like its damage was like, I don't know if it wasn't doing it all the time, but it's like, oh, hey, this skill hits hard again. I was wondering why when it got buffed, it doesn't really feel noticeable. Um... Yeah, hopefully they fix Titan Blow, because, man, it just feels so <laughs> bad right now. It's yeah. like, dude, where's our damage? Fix the issue where zero PvP damage was being applied, get, or huh? PvP reduction. <laughs> What's up? I was saying for uh, Rizzler's thing, that good, huh? It's, it's just needs to be fixed. Dude, it's just, it's, uh, man, I hit people with it, and it's just like, man, I don't feel like I'm doing any damage. They, they yeah. stand up. Man. I feel like, I, dude, if every hit of the three-hit Titan Blow isn't Musa's fiery crevice, obviously something's bugged. Like, they really need to look into it. Yeah, makes sense. Well, yeah, and there, there's still BSRs, like, on Hash, that the BSR Dune Slash actually does zero damage. And I don't know if it's intentional, but BSR Crown Kick also does way less damage. It, like, not only does it do less damage, but it also has zero crit, so it's, like... And the base skill does have crit, so if you use the ten percent BSR, you just do less damage. <laughs> it's weird. Nice. Anyway, uh, and casters, Wizard Witch Awakening, more pet damage in PVE. Very nice. They also buffed Barrage of Water and Sage's Thunder. Uh, or sorry, not Sage's Thunder. I'll get to that in a second. But Barrage of Water and Barrage of Lightning, critical hit chance from fifty percent to one hundred percent. Uh, which is nice. And I, I was trying to, I was mathing this out with someone since it had 50 percent before if you were fully buffed up with a tier 2 add-on they were hitting they were critting 88 percent of the time in pvp so now it's 100 percent uh so that's kind of nice so that'll do a little bit more damage in both pv and pvp and then uh which got a few extra changes sage's thunder now is just an instant it it's kind of like normal lightning like it's just instant it doesn't have like a long cast time where it's ticking a few times um it's just instant damage now. It's actually really, really nice. And uh, here, Wizbelly linking a him mouse moving teleport. Looking, looking like a god. Oh, Sage's Thunder is so fast. Look at that. Well, is this this is Sage Thunder? Or is this just the normal lightning that you catch him with? You you baiting me? No, he's just griefing someone. Oh, here we go. Here's the real clip. Yeah, it's like really fast. Yeah, he was testing with Despins yesterday. Dude, Despins was high. I, Despins has been feeling bad for a while. 
So hearing him actually excited was it was a nice change of pace, you know? Especially with the Voltaic change, because Despins plays Awakening. And Sage's Thunder, I mean, it affects both kits. It's the Rabomb, but he's, uh, yeah, he's excited. So they have a hit scan stun that's really fast now. Um, there's that change. Barrage of Lightning, Sage's Thunder, Voltaic's going to get changed. And then they had a bunch of um, bug fixes and stuff. They also fixed a bug where apparently Awakening was not getting uh, their cast speed increase um, when using Equilibrium Break. So that sucks. Good thing that's fixed. Um, what I'm hearing is that Awaken Witch is about to be busted. Yeah. Okay. No, not really. But it's going to feel better. One. Um. Yeah. So there, there you go, dude. Um, Wiz, Wizbelly and and Despins and Imperium, the three remaining witches. Oh, and Blue Dream. Are are excited. The four remaining witches. Yeah, I think all of our witches, other than one of them, are all playing other things currently. Because it just they they're like I can't do anything. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a quote here that I need to read. Say I prepare. I did my homework for you guys. This is so Reslar and Nayashi can just RBF all week and they don't have to think about this stuff. I got oh, them. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is why this is the So Frosty podcast. Yeah. So, D-Mike BNS. Um, I don't know him personally. I only really know him from arguments on Reddit and stuff. But he was ta- we were talking about pet accuracy. Um, last week we were talking about it with Divios at the end of the podcast. Um, Divios is kind of messing around and testing stuff with Hunter and saying that e- the pets or the, the echo spirits with 50% uh, accuracy don't actually have 50% accuracy. Their hit rate seems awful. So I was asking D Mike about this and he said he was going to test it with big and shiny. And these were, this is what he responded to me after the fact. He said, quote, hello. To update on this matter, we've concluded the tooltips are in fact not 50% for summons, and this affects all classes that have pets with their tooltips being 50% accuracy. Additionally, summons are properly scaling with accuracy and AP correctly. Still unknown if this is a bug, but venturing a guess of their correct accuracy, we're assuming, since we're going to test later on to see more concise range, it's about 25 to 30%. And then he goes on to say, Mystic's 100% is the only skill to avoid uh, this particular issue is despite the accuracy not working on it, the dragon damage doesn't seem to have been adjusted at all with the new scaling, making it chunk harder than it should despite the amount of hits landed. Um, it's been sent to KR team to notify them while we explore the ladder to get a more exact percent on the accuracy on pets. So, less than 50% accuracy. I He assumes 25% or 30%. I... I mean, according to Divios, like looking at Divios tests, it seems like it might be even lower than that. Um, but I think if it scales properly with your own accuracy, then it should be fine. Like as long as it's gaining bonuses from your stats and your add-ons and whatever, 
Um, it should be okay, but I guess we'll we'll see once they conclude their their thing. But yeah, it's not going to be like a crutch against evasion players for anymore. Now, again, maybe it's not intended. Maybe it's a bug, but I have a feeling with the way they changed pet scaling that it's probably intended and they just didn't update the tooltips or mention it because PA things. Um, also, someone was explaining, I can't remember who it was. Might have been Hunter. The Mystic 100%, the bug actually seems to be that the dragon doesn't rise. So it just sits at the bottom, ticking you over and over and over again. That's why it does insane damage and is bugged. It like gets stuck Wait, on the ground, ticking really? you. Yeah, so Mystic's like awaken 100%. The dragon like gets stuck on the ground and ticks you like hundreds of times. Which is funny that the dragon actually can, I mean, that's the theory anyway. And if that's true, it's actually hilarious. Cause that would mean like, instead of just giving it like normal damage, they actually tied it to the dragon and have it dealing damage its entire way up to the sky. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. What the fuck? <laughs> that's their, that's that, uh, what do they call it? The, um, the Mickey Mouse coding, dude. Yeah, no kidding. What the fuck? If that's okay, true. So I just wanted to clarify, so that whole statement, this was Divios messaging you? No, no. So this was a guy named D-Mike BNS. He tested, uh, he, D-Mike, we'll just refer to him as D-Mike. He tested with Big and Shiny separately, but originally okay. the whole thing kind of came up because Divios was doing a test with Hunter where he was like, hey, ah, okay. my summons are not hitting him. Like, so against Hunter, even with gear on, uh, Echo Spear, which is supposed to have 50% accuracy, and, and Divio's had some gear on against Hunter's Evasion, it only hit two times out of 16. He was like, that's kind of weird. Huh, um, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. So there's there's that, you know? Well, um, I'm glad you yeah. uh, I'm glad you put in the work to uh, get yeah. that information. And that is... Uh, our man on the street uh, report from this week. <laughs> our uh, our in the field reporter, oh, yeah. uh, coming in clutch. Yep, I'm out there. Stay <laughs> safe, everybody. I'm I'm out there doing all the dirty work for you. I got you. I'm trying to collect all this information in one single place. Um. Yeah. Dildo Dragon says, I joined some interesting conversation. I actually submitted the bug back when the someone was changed on live. Notice the accuracy issue too. Yeah. Uh, the other thing with the summons. All right. This is the new rules for wizard witch summons. All right. And this also seems like a weird fix, but I'm going to read it anyway. Uh, the wizard and witch have changed the most through the reboot are the pets. Or uh, the wizard and witch that have changed the most through the reboot are the pets. Unlike before, in order to give the impression that summons also grow stronger as my character grows, the structure has been changed so that summons can have the character stats. However... Many adventurers have asked that there seems to be a weakened part after the reboot and after continuing to figure out the cause, we confirmed that the attack power of the pet is not working properly when the character's attack power is 260 or less. Therefore, this part has been corrected through today's patch and it will be updated on the official server immediately. We'll continue to check your opinions and respond more quickly to any issues that may rise. Now, the weird thing about this to me is that the players that were complaining that feel like the pets don't do a lot of damage typically are people with far more than 260 AP. Typically. Yeah. So that that's why I don't know if like, maybe this is referring to something totally different, but yeah. 
Um, but also could be a combination of the, maybe the accuracy stuff is different for those pets as well. Um, I don't know. Um, so yeah, there, there's, there's that. And no, the accuracy pet, the pet accuracy is not fixed. We don't know if they're actually going to fix it because it seems that the, in, when D Mike was testing it, the pets actually scale with your own accuracy. So I don't know if they're going to fix it or maybe they have to change the tool tips at the very least. Cause they definitely don't have 50% accuracy, but, um, according to D Mike and his test with big and shiny that most of the pets in the game have around 25% accuracy instead of 50. And then on top of that scale with your pets, but I, I don't know by how much or whatever. So. All right, um, moving on. Uh, what else, what else do we have on our list here? Winter region new zone. Oh yeah, Rosar hasn't seen this. I, don't know. I have not. I'm assuming Nayashi has not either. I'm just gonna say. I have not as well. Here I was doing my homework, and I <laughs> thought of you guys. Shut the fuck up. Here I was doing my homework. <laughs> Yet again. Dude, and, uh, podcast live reactions, man. That's, podcast that's what it's all about. Live, yeah. That's what it is. That's we what it agreed was. that we were going to live react to this, Frosty. What the hell? <laughs> all right. I'm going to stream this in Discord so you guys could see it at the same time as I show it. Now, for reasons that I don't want it to be a spoiler, also, this dude put up the video. Jang, I'll post it in chat. I'll post it here in the Discord, and I'll post it here in chat. Um, but... Uh, so I, I don't want to, I'm not going to play like the whole thing. I'll just play like parts and I'll kind of skip around partly. So I'm not just like playing this guy's video the whole time. And also, so I don't, uh, spoil like the whole dungeon or what you do exactly. I'll just kind of skip around. Oh, but, wait, is that what the winter region looks like on the map? Yeah. So that's the winter region on the map. It's South of Dregan. Um, so this it new, looks so lame how it's just like um oh like you wanted it to be like snow like you see snow on yeah. the map yeah yeah that's true it is all actually snow but they don't really show the snow on the map yeah it looks it looks like any other fucking zone from here all right let's calm down all right so <laughs> the <laughs> the new area which it, they're calling uh i don't want to say it because everyone changes what it sounds like to something else but so, it's we'll call it ease oblivion all right and it's it has two options. You can go to an easy mode, uh, which is 250 AP min rec, or a hard mode, which requires 280 or 290. I think it might be 290. Um, and in order to get into this place, you have to, uh, grinding around the winter region, you get these keys. And once, I guess you have enough of them, I don't know how many you need or whatever, you can use them to get into the zone. So that's where it's gated by these keys that you have to get throughout the west of the uh, the rest of the winter area. It's 290 AP spot. So when you go in, you go through a series of rooms. Um, there's puzzles, as you can see here, kind of like these like little color puzzles and whatever. There's like puzzles that you do. And this is completely solo, by the way. There's also different mob areas where you fight different mobs um, with bosses or like mini bosses in them or elite mobs. Again, I don't know how actual I don't know how difficult it is. I also don't know which version he's doing in this video. 
if he's doing the harder or the easier one. Um, and so he's kind of running around. There's like some mechanics in it. He's, he explains throughout the video that you have to deal with when you're going through it. So it's kind of interesting in that regard as well. And then he gets to my favorite thing, which reminds me a lot of Donkey Kong. If you guys remember the original Donkey Kong for Super Nintendo, when you go into like a boss fight, the boss is usually sitting there with like a pile of thousands of bananas. That, mm -hmm. That's what happens at the end of this dungeon. So he goes into this last room after he finishes the whole dungeon. And it's, it's sort of like a treasure room, like in Diablo 3. And... It's just like giant treasure chests with a bunch of gold and stuff everywhere and you just like pop all these chests and get get some loot. And it's kind of cool and and um now again I don't know which one he does if he's doing the hard one or the easy one. But uh a friend of mine Dalian who kind of is a spreadsheet nerd, he was telling me that it looks like based on how long it takes to do it and the rewards that um a couple people have gotten that it's it's somewhat similar to like the money per hour of like an Ibidor scroll. Okay. So uh, Ibidor scrolls are essentially like 100 mil per scroll and however long it takes. So if you if you were to do an Ibidor scroll, it's like, you know, it'd be like a bill in an hour if it's nuts. And this is like somewhat competitive with that. But again, you're gated by you have to get keys to come in here. So you can't just right. sit here and run it all day kind of thing. Um, in this image, he got two of the new boot crystals. He got whatever this blue potion thing is up underneath his infinite HP pot. He got a couple hundred of each stone. He got a bunch of Kafiris. He got a bunch of dust. He, he mentions he got basically 400 stones, 141 Kafiris, or 141 dust, 57 Kafiris, a um, couple crystals, whatever this red material is and this yellow material. So kind of cool. Like a, actually a really cool, and he also got two embers, the blue, the frost embers um, that you use to make the flame for the um, Labresca helmet. So yeah, pretty sick, man. I, I, I like it. I, I also love the idea that like this treasure room is literally meaningless. Like you could just have the boss give all this loot, but there's something about destroying treasure chests and getting treasure. That's, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't explain it myself, but I'm glad that they added this room. It's just a little fun thing. Yeah, a little fun thing. Watch some I people. Think it's, uh, I think it's um, it's pretty cool. Um, it'll be sad for those that have in the DC mid-load uh, screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, if it works like the dungeon, you can usually get back in when you DC with the dungeon. Yeah, well, let's hope they code that in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool, man. I, I, I like it. I'm really excited about this. Uh, That's I'm pretty a, cool. I'm a big fan. I'm a fan of this kind of stuff. I, I did like that in D3, the, the Treasure Goblin stuff. That was one of the few things I liked about D3. Yeah. Well, no didn't you guys both say that you hoped that this treasure room would be like Diablo? Whenever they originally yeah. talked about yeah, it. Yeah, actually, I think that's yeah. definitely what we were agreeing to. And then here's a side note with the guy's gear. He's running a full DR build with a pen orc and red belt, which is my favorite thing. Yeah, that's, I was wondering so how the hell this dude has Tet Dons. Why does he not have <laughs> Pen Dons? He's running the, the orc and Chad, dude. He actually, when he's grinding Ash Forest, also has Narc earrings, so he's running the full Narc and Chad build. 
Narkin Chad, eh? <laughs> yeah, compliments of O'Leary. O'Leary Despins came up with that cool name. He's like, oh, he's a Narkin Chad. He said it so matter of fact. It's like, yeah, I guess he is a Narkin Chad. He was running. Like it's an established Lord. thing that everyone should know, kind of thing. The thing about the belt is like, I, I mean, it gets into 401, I guess, but if he just had C20 armors, you could probably just sell the Orkinrad belt and get a normal belt, have more AP, and then get C20 armor. I, it's just so weird. Anyway, so thanks to him. I'll link this video again for anyone that wants to have a look. Um, yeah, he's running a Tet Debereka neck. There's the video in chat. So there you go, man. Very, very cool. Very, very cool stuff. Um, some minor notes, Crypt Arresting Thoughts, revamp. They're redesigning Crypt uh, a little bit and rearranging the stuff. Apparently they're adding even harder mobs in there. And here's kind of their blue text on it with the addition of the new accessor, the, uh, accessory, the Debereka belt, which is going to drop in the Crypt. Um, the Crypt of Resting Thoughts has been reorganized previously. It was a difficult hunting ground due to powerful monsters, but now has been changed to be more meaningful as defense and accuracy increase and to withstand powerful monster attacks and inflict higher damage just as Ash Force, which was considered impossible to hunt, is being attacked through the growth and the challenge of adventures. We hope that the newly organized Crypt of Resting Thoughts will also serve as a new challenge for target adventures. Um, I don't know if they mean that they just buffed the mobs or if they change the way the mobs act and reorganize them. I have a feeling they do different things, but it, it almost looks like with the purple smoke and the purple stuff that it's going to be kind of like Paddock's Island. Maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. Then they show the, the Debreka belt, which is essentially a hex, uh, Tungrad belt without BSR. Um, they also buffed Prodi cave. Rez, you like that place, right? I've grinded there literally once. Right. I don't know why you would think that. Well, because you were there once, and that's more than most people. <laughs> <laughs> no one goes there. Uh, Proddy Cave. It was during the <laughs> pot grind event. The fuck? Well, now when you go back there for the pot grind event next time, you're going to get more ancient spirit powder, more armor stones, more weapon stones. And then Secrea Upper, uh, you're going to get more armor and weapon stones, and it now can drop the red shard as well. Now, in and on our server, it's like, uh, do we really need more red shards to drop? Because Tungrad rings aren't really worth that much. But I do think once the winter region is out, there, I feel like Sakrea is going to be kind of a ghost town. I mean, there will still be people in there, but just very few. Because there's just going to be so much other stuff you can do and grind. Um, the last thing is they added... Um, I guess console already had this interface, but they added a loot interface. So we don't have to necessarily put it in a chat box. Did you guys see this? Let's see if I can copy this as an image. Let me see how it displays. Is it showing oh. that just as a GIF? No. Yeah. No, it didn't work. No, that's just a picture. That's <laughs> a picture of one little piece of loot. Yeah, so it just kind of shows you your... Uh... Yeah, I see it on the stream right now. I was wondering, dude, were we going to get this first or was console going to get kill notifications? Guess we win. Sorry, console. <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh dude poor consoles um yeah i think that's that's kind of it and then a bunch of bug fixes so um there were there were some skill like minor things on a couple different classes i don't know why but sork 
Prime Abyssal Flame is now going to recover shards when it's on cooldown. Which is, I mean, cool. I don't know if that'll change much. Um, but yeah, no, nothing like too crazy outside of the stuff we talked about. Mm -hmm. um, they fixed Dark Knight Shadow Bullet usage and Awakening. That'll be nice. Um, oh, they also bought... They, so they buffed Mystic. Now, I haven't actually seen the direct numbers of this, so I'd have to sit down and, and math it out real quick, but um, they buffed Mystic in PvE on Tidal Burst, Rapid Stream, Wave Orb, and Rising Dragon for Awakening, um, and then improved it so Spiral Torpedo can be linked with Gushing Water skill, and I don't know by how much that's going to make a difference. And they also changed Rising Dragon to have a 20 DP debuff instead of 15. Um, so all nice changes. I'm wondering if the torpedo and a gushing waters with the core means it's not going to have a gap. If so, that's actually pretty big. Um, but, uh, yeah, Najil's saying, so tidal burst is minus 5% damage in PVP, rapid stream plus 1%, wave war plus 5%, and then rising dragon around plus 2% in PVP. So, there you go. Minor, minor, minor changes. <laughs> on awakening <laughs> i don't know awakening is weird so yeah there you go there um, you go yeah that's all the stuff we're gonna get the bsr stuff next week on wednesday i'm excited all the 100 percent's gonna gonna be buffed in uh pve especially dude the other thing that was funny about the lawn notes is listen to this patch note the phenomenon that the critical hit probability was lower than the description of the skill when using the following skill has been corrected that's one bullet point and the second one is the phenomenon that the critical hit probability applied when using the following skills has been corrected i'm going to list these skills all right salpuri purge wind orchid sacred dance moon dance pendulum kick pendulum kick two absolute moon slash absolute crescent barrage absolute soul kick or Soul Ascent, Absolute Blooming Nether Flower, Absolute Deadly Restraint, Absolute Coax, Absolute Fragrant Stigma, Absolute Furious Chase, Absolute Blade Dance, Absolute Eye of the Phoenix, Absolute December Dismemberment, Absolute Ethereal Dance. Essentially, the crit wasn't working properly on the entire pre-awaken kit. Now, I don't know <laughs> if that was just a post-rework thing, but I, I do find it kind of hilarious. <laughs> it's just like, uh, okay just one skill no no no. all of them every single skill you can think of wasn't working we fixed it you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right god damn hopefully they have a bug list fix like this for tamers one day um all right probably not i think that's it i think that's it we could do uh i believe so as well we do some comments Oof, yeah we're back loaded, yeah. aren't we yeah, we have two weeks of comments to get through, and uh, I believe the week before last week was actually pretty, pretty heavily loaded. So, okay, we had a lot to get through. Do you want me to go through them? Yes, that would be fantastic. I mean, all these because I know you got your ready for siege, right? Oh shit, I do. You fuck. Hold on, let me do that real quick. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, ho hopefully, you're not on a siege channel, so you can get your villa buff. I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh really? no, I'm capped out. I fucking completely lost track of time, dude. You capped out? That's right. They didn't want to kudo anyways. Oh, <laughs> what do you even God. play this these days? Wait, let's see if I can convince the guild to let me in. 
I thought you were already signed up, so you were just like, no, I completely not a care forgot. in the world, baby. They, they didn't <laughs> announce the channel until I don't even know when. Ah, oh, so you're, uh, you're saying it's leadership's fault, huh? No, it's definitely my fault. I just, uh, I forgot. Oh, my God. I completely uh, forgot. Is that Zerker skill? <sighs> well, anyway, all right, comments. I'll uh I'll read them. All right, let me pull them up real quick. Let's see. Oh, that's so sad, dude. Yeah, that's actually really sad. Chrysler, what is this Zerker <sighs> range damage? This is absurd. Titan blow. Yeah. No, it's he's like hitting me with multiple abilities here. Uh, well, the two abilities that are going to be doing damage are Titan Blow and Ancient Power. Ancient Power is on a six-second cooldown. Uh, Titan Blow is also on a six-second cooldown, if I remember correctly. Right, so Titan Blow is three hits, so they're going to be hitting you with four shots that do a fuckload of damage, and then possibly two or three shots that are doing not so much damage. I'm actually really bummed out because uh, there's a good chance we win today. There goes two and a half bill worth of shit. Rip. It's gone, man. The things you sacrificed for this podcast. God damn it, dude. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this guy is saying as a Zerker because I keep catching him during his grab. He's like, we're a range class now. I'm never using grab ever again. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of Zerkers that feel that way. I I personally feel like it's pretty well balanced into the, into like the hybridness of it, but I feel like I'm kind of a minority. I think most Zerkers are like, fuck melee, we're just ranged now, which is, I don't know. You can play like that. I don't think it's the so, best way. But. So which one is actually the... the they do one smash and then a second smash, and both are apparently CCs from Hellafar. They do three hits. The first one is stiffened, the third one is a knockdown. That's, that's Titan, Titan Blow. Blow? Yeah. Yeah, that's the skill that's going to get nerfed, because the damage is in insane on that skill. If they hit you with all three of them, you're almost certainly dead, unless you have like a pretty high gear diff over them. Yeah. Shit's insane how how far the reach is on the CCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It outranges really... my stub arrow. Yeah, yeah, no, it's That's it's really far. Kind of ridiculous. Dildo is asking. Oh, he said it's glad to see Nayashi is back. Yeah, he's done exploiting in New World. And um <laughs> is he satisfied with Mewa damage? He is until January twenty sixth when it gets brought down to <laughs> <laughs> when it gets brought down to earth. No, the the damage is gonna be perfectly fine, honestly. Yeah. It's just they need to they need to tone down other classes that are just as problematic. Yeah. Alright, Frost, are you ready? Yep, I'm here. Ready to go. Alrighty. Uh Alex Iglesias says, Thank you, Kings. Mm -hmm. no, thank you. Uh small dick stole your girl. Uh, Buff Musa shit is trash, but not as trash as Frosty on Kuno in Wars. Frosty, your response? Wow. No, true. 
Very I, I keep, true. Yeah. I'm getting asked for a guide, and I'm like, you, you do realize, like, if you're like the thousandth ranked Kuno in the world, you can't make a guide. Are there even a thousand Kunos in the world? There are a thousand nine hundred and fifty of them are new as of the last seven days, but yes, there are a thousand now. <laughs> Very true, uh, actually. Nothingness King says, about time, missed you guys, love the podcast, need this more and more live streams, please and thank you. Frosty streams like every day, damn near. The fuck is this range? Yeah. What, what are you getting hit by? Titan class. blow? I'm getting grief, uh, grief by a fucking he's Zerker Titan again. blood, yeah. Is this your first Zerker. time experiencing Titan blow? Like, yeah, why are you so. I, I, haven't, I haven't done a lot of dueling since. Uh... Oh, well, yeah. Welcome to the rest of us. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing RBF and whatnot, but it's like you don't. In a 1v1, you see where more of the uh, the problem skills are. But Jesus yeah. Christ, the reach. I mean, it's it's unprotected unless they take the core, at which point it's frontal guard, and they're almost certainly taking the core if they yeah, have a brain they're cell. they're definitely taking the core. What kind of, what kind of nonsense um, is that? Can you cancel so out you, of the first hit or the second? Like, at what point can you leave the ability? You can leave whenever you want, I think. It just you have to cancel with certain kind of skills. You can't cancel with anything, but like this is this is laughable that you know, like saying like Maywa's damage is bad. Like that's stupid. The range, reach, CC, and the damage on skills like that are insane. Titan Blow is definitely needs Titan Blow Titan Blow is on the same level as Musa Maywa suck ranger damage, hundred percent. Mm. It's I would, I would say it's this. I would say it's definitely on the fiery crevice scale of being overloaded. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what scale. we're saying. That's a fiery crevice being hell on earth and uh Maywa being like pretty bad but not so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say Titan Blow is pretty much fiery crevice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Jesus yeah, that's Christ. how I always say people are like, what people ask me all the time, like, what what class do you think is gonna get nerfed next? And I'm like, uh suck Ranger, suck Kuno, and Titans blow <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I, guess, I guess I never really like sat and watched the Zerker do its damage since the rework. Like I run into him in RBS, but it's like there's so much shit going around, you know, like it's hard to really like pinpoint who's doing like insane damage. But yeah, it's my first opportunity of fighting a Zerker and like holy shit. Yep. Yep. That's why everyone's saying it needs to get nerfed. I think it's it's actually kind of funny how like literally everyone is like, Yeah, that that, that needs to be nerfed. Like I don't think there's a single person, Zerker or not, that's like, dude, Titan Blow is fine. <laughs> how does that even pass global labs? I I don't understand it. Like, how do they just go ahead and say, Yeah, this is fine? Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> Back to comments. Uh, Monarch Gaming says, along with the block lock, I feel like they made slow stacking even worse than before. They said you can only be slowed up to minus 50% uh, additively. Even if a slow was minus 80%, you would only be slowed by 50%, but it feels like it's still multiplicative. Or you can be slowed additively by multiple targets down to a minimum. Feels awful. I, I don't feel that at all. It It feels like 50% to me. I haven't gone in and tested, but I have noticed like slows don't seem to be. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, are you guys getting massively slowed constantly? It doesn't seem like it's as. Uh, I as... wouldn't say so. 
Yeah, it feels a little bit less annoying than before. I mean, it's not gone, obviously, but yeah, it's less it, annoying than before. I, I think what's helping, at least in my case, it, like I definitely still get slowed pretty heavily Plus sometimes. But the chase adjustment did help out some. Some. Dude, could you imagine what current Musa would be like if it also couldn't oh be slowed? God. I want you to think about that version of yeah. Musa. <laughs> yeah. Right. That, Dude. That oh would have been God. obviously, or even Mewa, like, you know, given our damage and whatnot, if we couldn't be slowed too. Yeah. Also on the block lock thing, I'm not going to speak for other classes. If you guys want to comment, Rezler and Nayashi, if, if you feel like your block changed after this recent Wednesday or any other class in, in chat, if you guys want to comment. Kuno really didn't. Like, it's still the same problem is happening. So yeah, no. What I don't feel a difference. So what didn't happen before, like before the reworks, if I S-blocked as a Kuno, it, if I was getting hit by stuff, I could, like, when I just get out of it, it was like S-blocking. You let go of S, you're no longer blocking. Now it, like, puts you in the Q-block, which leaves you in the block state, similar to, like, Mewa's Awakening block, even though that's yeah. not what I was... Like I wasn't, I didn't choose to be in that state. It like forcefully puts me there and locks me there. So I, I don't know. I, I, it's weird. I don't know. Um, I guess it's like slightly more consistent with, I can use like happening slash, but I really hate that. It puts me in that block. Uh, just, I don't know. It's weird. It's very weird. It's especially annoying yeah. in PVE where it never happened. Like I never for two years of playing Sakuno and grinding, I never got block locked. And now I get block locked like five, six times per hour. And it's like annoying as fuck. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't notice the difference, but apparently there's a little bit of a difference. I haven't noticed any difference whatsoever. And while we're on this topic, actually, so as I mentioned, I think before we started the podcast, I recently started playing Suck Guardian, Broken Class. Why the fuck? Do I hold S and it takes a second for me to go into S blocking if I've recently walked sideways? On Zerker? That is such a strange mechanic. It's happening on Zerker or on what? On what class? No, on Guardian. You walked sideways and oh, maybe it has to do with the shitty, stupid movement thing. That never Yeah, so if got I fixed. run sideways, like if I hold D, right? And then I let go of D and start pressing S. It takes a second for me to actually go into frontal guard. The fuck is that shit? Yeah, I don't know. That's awful. Fix that. That's I don't know what the hell. Um. Okay, John says awaiting Mystic PV damage fine, but PVP is way too low. Frosty, you're our Mystic expert. Can you concur? No. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I do. I mean, I know in a world where everyone's saying damage is too high, it's hard to say that, hey, by the way, this class doesn't do enough damage, but Awakened Mystic damage doesn't feel like enough. Uh, in Awakening. Specifically in Awakening. I want that to be very clear. Like, Wave Orb and Sea Burial are pitiful damage, but um, Suck is insane. So, you know, there's mm -hmm. that. Uh, Spectral says Clown Chest (parentheses Crown Chest) has to drop lawn after that AOA showing. Devos and his other partners back hurt after carrying. Yikes! Yeah, this comment's weird just because isn't Crown Chest now just playing his main, which is Musa? 
<laughs> so I think he'll be all right. Yeah, probably. I don't think he's down that bad. I I mean, the for schools... a while he was maining Suck Sork. So now he's like, I, I don't know what his tag is. I've only seen him once since the reworks, but the last I saw him, he was on Awakened Musa, which is like what his main was for years. So yeah, I think he's a pretty all right with not playing one. I wonder what this Probably. has to do with... Oh, just the 3v3? I don't even understand. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, this kind of came out of left field, I'm going to be honest. I don't remember <laughs> us talking about anything regarding anything in this comment. Um, Ms. Ghoul says, Just asked for smoother PvE for Mystic Awakening, but Succession took all the protection. Mystic's down bad, apparently. I don't understand that at all. Mystic Awakening protection for PvE is fine. That's a weird comment. I don't know why I said protection. But did Succession take all the protection? <laughs> well, he, first of all, he said Succession took all the protection. Listen, I'm I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I don't know what this comment is saying. I don't know what it's saying either. Kale Schumann says, decided to come back, try the reworks out, and sent my Black Star Awakening weapon to pen with the hammer. Now I feel compelled to pell, for, to, uh, pell blah, blah, blah. <laughs> compelled to play for another few months until the next hiatus. My question is playing suck with a pen awakening weapon, a significant damage loss. Thanks for the videos. Keep up the good work. Big fan. Uh, wait, is it a damage loss? Sent my pen Black Star Awakening to pen with the hammer. No, why would it be a damage loss? I guess they're like if you're saying like okay if I'm playing suck what would be better main hand or awakening oh. obviously the main hand would be better but it's not a damage loss. Well, here's what I always say: if you're playing succession, you're better off getting an awakening black star like a tet one where you can't enhance it. In his case, he has a pen black star, so he probably has like one or two more brackets over his succession. But if if you prefer your class. If you prefer succession, just play succession. You're fine. I mean, don't compare it necessarily to what your main hand damage is or your awakening damage is. Compare it to what it was before you had the pen black star. Did it go up? It did. So you just grind faster than you used to. It's fine. Yeah. For sure. Sage Boyd says, Someday I'll come back and timestamp each class. I don't believe you. That's going to be really hard. I yeah, mean, I would love to hire someone to timestamp the videos for Rose. That was like the most complained about. Everyone's like, dude, this podcast is way too long for dude, not to have timestamps. Dude, if you think stamps. I'm going to go and timestamp six hours where we're talking about like and every sometimes little it's thing. Random. Yeah, it's not like we're like, okay, now we're going to very cleanly end this discussion and move on to the next one. It's messy as hell. Ain't no way. Someone else put some loose timestamps. I pinned it to the top. That's the best I can do for you. <laughs> Appreciate that, whoever did that, by the way. Yes, thank you. Uh, we'll see it on the next video. It's pinned at the top. Uh, Dreadspark says, for PvP, Shy desperately needs an evasion passive due to accuracy buffs given to classes in the rework. Otherwise, loving PvE and yippee. Here's some ideas. I've collected from around the shy discord and supportive friends, all of which are required for the future success of our glorious support class. Uh, new passive level 50 shy is aided by helpful spirits, which grant them all defense plus 20, all evasion rate plus 10% tier three songs, uh, some skill names now last 60 seconds on shy and up to 10 allies per application of buff. Mount Dream Donkey, you has it, we wants it, give it Noah, please and thank you. 
uh, and music composition. Shies who play music from the music album will now be in super armor while playing an instrument. Wow. Players may summon a shy to play music while sailing a ship. Players may now view, listen, and download music while sailing a ship or riding a horse. I know this is a lot following PvE rework, but I thought it needed to be said. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of Musa. I forgot to ask. <laughs> I forgot. Well, he want, he's basically asked for Shy to be as busted as Musa. I forgot to ask Nayashi. Um, the, this was a bullet point under Musa and Mewa. The phenomenon that the super armor buff effect was applied when using Tiger Blade skill has been corrected. Yeah, I don't know what that means, honestly. I didn't go in the global labs yet and test it. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Is there anyone Maybe... that's tested this? Maybe what they're referring to is the um, the startup animation when you go into Tiger Blade, it's an iframe. And when you exit, it's an iframe. So maybe that's what they corrected? I, doubt. I, I don't that's Let me see what it actually says. That's some wishful thinking right there. Najil says uh, it didn't change anything. No idea what it does. He tried to test it and it didn't change anything he could find. Um, so. I mean, it says... In, Engaging and disengaging Tiger Blade motions, gain the invincibility effects. I mean, everything seems fine as far as the tooltip is concerned. So I don't know what they changed. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, Dreadspark, to step on your thing. Yeah. Um. I I would say of of this stuff, it's fair to give Shy's a dream donkey. Let them have a dream donkey. Next comment, Res. A dream donkey. Next. <laughs> That's all right. Fair enough. Uh, little even pork chop like? says. I mean, it would just be donkey with wings, right? Well, I guess that's fair. What if it was like donkey, a donkey with like a hat that has a propeller instead of wings? I and think it, that would be definitely the most appropriate version of it. That's more appropriate, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see it. I'm down for it. My only concern would be, I think we're approaching Terra levels at that point. I did not say anything about a police truck or a panda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Little pork chop says ended up really liking Shirey work. Might as well grab the alpaca when it comes out. Surprisingly, it makes me not so mad about Wukong not getting announced. Well, it it did kind of get announced. They announced that it's it's not the next class coming out. Yeah. That is an announcement. It's a class they were looking at or toying with, but yeah, it's not the next one. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Did the alpaca coming out make anyone less angry about anything? I don't see how that's possible. A lot of people really went to defending that alpaca whenever we were talking about how silly it was. Yeah, I tried the ice fishing and I was like, yeah, I'll never have an alpaca. Fuck this game. <laughs> Doesn't the alpaca go away? The alpaca right now that you get? It does eventually, yeah, but it's... Yeah, that's the main reason I don't want to bother with it. If I could have a permanent alpaca, then maybe I'd go and do it. Why would I want a temporary alpaca? Can you hitch four alpacas to a wagon? Dude, that'd be sick as fuck. Can we get <laughs> dream alpacas? That That would be... Dude, this is what I'm saying. E every time, it's like... I don't know, man. I, I can't... It's just... Oh, Shy, man, it'd be really nice if Shy had this, this, and this. And it's like, all right, Shy's, we hear you. 
Here's an alpaca. <laughs> like it doesn't do anything. It, it's it's just cute, and that's it. And I I would even say that's arguable. It's annoying. It looks annoying. <laughs> why does it look annoying? I don't why are know. You, it just why are you so triggered me. by this alpaca? It's uh, I I try to put myself in the the like I'm trying to think if I were a shy main, what would I want most? And like. I'm looking at the whole list and alpaca is never there. I just alpaca isn't there. Of all <laughs> of the things that class needs, alpaca is the absolute last thing. Frosty, I want you to be honest with us. Were you in a horrific alpaca accident when you were younger? Alpacas are fucking dangerous too. That's the other thing. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why they're making alpacas seem like sweet. Do you know the purpose of an alpaca on most farms is to keep other animals out of your farm because alpacas are violent and like territorial. So why the yeah. fuck are they giving this violent and territorial animal to a shy? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, th I think uh, I think Frosty has a bit of history with alpacas. I think that's what we're learning right now. <laughs> he's uh, he's got a a very deep hate for alpacas, huh? Holy shit! Um, okay. Battle Hot Dog says I heard Musa needs some buffs because they don't have a grab. It's true. That's true. true. Maywall too. Uh, that is. I do have to give credit where credit is due. Musasin has taken. Uh, these nerfs in stride. He's been saying like they're they're understandable. He said I'm worried about the blow the belt one, but I totally understand why it happened. Whereas originally when everyone was saying like I think this needs to be nerfed, he was like yeah, but it doesn't because we don't have a grab, so we need this damage. So yeah. I, I'm proud of him. He's come around. He's come a long way. Come a long way. G oh jeez, I'm gonna fuck this one up. Apologies in advance. Uh, Jehui Lin says, speaking of animation changes, I think Suck Witch MMA got one of the best animation changes. Wish they could reduce the PvP reduction of MMA because I think 68% is a bit too high. That is a bit high. 68%. God damn. What's yeah. the highest PvP reduction in the game? I mean, there's like a Zerker and a Kuno skill that are 75% and 80%. I think there's a Zerker skill that's 80%, isn't there? I'm honestly not sure. I've never really looked too closely at the, the numbers. I just hit people with skills and... Does that do damage? No? Okay, moving on. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing... There's, I'm, I'm going to get into... This is the only math that I actually know. But the interesting thing about the PvP damage reduction is trying to figure out like how much more or less damage you're going to do before or after a change. And it's kind of cool, like, with the, uh, like, with something um, along the lines of, like, like, if something has 50% PvP damage reduction and it, it goes from 50% to 60%, it's effectively 20% less damage. So it's like, mm. when you are on a skill that has way more damage reduction, for example, Spin Spree, that had, like, 60%, or uh, whatever before, like it only got moved up to 63%, but it changed the damage reduction by like a lot, it, like 15%. Like every 1% accounts for like 4 or 5% damage reduction. It's kind of nuts. So if you have a skill that has 80% damage reduction and it gets changed down to 75, it's actually like a massive buff compared to what it was before. 
Just just food for thought. But yeah, there's there's a few skills that are 70% plus. And yeah, MMA is probably one of those ones that doesn't need to be that high. Um it'd be kind of I mean, you know, they rely on that skill a lot. Wh Wizard and Witch have a couple that could use like I don't understand why um like all right, so I I've been watching a Huntler stream. It's funny like whenever I watch Huntler, it doesn't matter what time I hop in there, he's complaining about wizard damage. Whenever I watch Anfield, it doesn't matter what time I hop in there, he's complaining about Ranger PvE. It doesn't matter what time, who was the other? I had someone else too that I was thinking about this. Like every time I hop into like certain people's stream. Oh yeah, I hopped into Etsu's stream and he was complaining about gauntlets. And it was just like, it's funny. And then what, like I understand like Huntler feels like, man, our class doesn't do enough damage um, compared to all these other classes. And I totally get that. And I, it makes me wonder why some skills, like for example, Dagger Stab, or like some of these like single target abilities, uh, don't like clearly and obviously do a lot of damage. Like skills that obviously have risk to cast and don't have big AoEs, I don't know why those types of skills can't do damage. For example, on Sork, why would you buff Turn Back Slash and Grim Damage that are already like huge AoEs Instead of make like Crow Flare, B Kick, or some of these more fun combo skills do a lot more damage. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I, I yeah. just find that very odd. It's like, you know, the damage wouldn't feel so insane in the game if you stopped buffing all the skills that have massive AoEs and started buffing some of these like unprotected, like quick single target skills. So that way, like, yep. if people just could combo, because a lot of people aren't like, man, I wish I could kill a group standing up. Like, people are just like, dude, if I catch you, I just want to be able to kill you. And a single target damage skill like Dagger Stab or Unveiled Dagger or Crow Flare or B-Kick, like, it'd be funny if if they made Maywa just spam New Year's Eve and PvP. Like, those skills, you know? Do they even, like, it feels like they don't even really make any, like, single target skills anymore. Like, everything's an AoE now. You look at all the new classes, it's all AoE. Like, all of it. Yeah, and I get I get the AOE the need for AOE damage for PVE for sure, obviously, right? But like, I don't know the single target stuff. It like, yeah, it's egregious if it does too much damage, but it's at least understandable if it's not blowing up a group, you know. At least it's just one of those things that I find it kind of odd. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Fiery crevice is single target, so the damage is justified. Yeah. All right, go on, go on, Res. Wait, did you did you read that yeah. uh, thing? What? Um, that uh, comment from Amrita? It, well, I mean, it wasn't him. He was obviously posting a yes, copy pasta. Yeah, the 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 no, Musa no copy pasta. No yeah. dude, it's so good. It's so fantastic. Yeah. Uh, okay. Pirate Poro says PVE on Zerker Awakening is so trash now that it got left behind a mile to suck Zerker. Feels like you need to tag another class or switch to suck because of how bad it is. Yeah, I, I uh, have you guys heard anything about this? Because I, I mean, I've, I've heard a few Zerkers complain about it. I, I don't know if. Is it worse than before, or is Suck Zerker so much better than before that it feels worse compared to Suck Zerker? That's the part I'm not fully well, understanding, because like, what what is nerfed about it compared to before? I haven't had a talk with an Awakened Zerker to like figure this out yet. Well, I think that's what this person's kind of implying, right? They're saying that it got left behind by a mile to Suck Zerker. So I think the argument is that Suck Zerker got really good PvE buffs, 
and Awakening did not. And so now Awakening PvE feels really bad in compared to uh, the opposing spec. Yeah. I also wonder, like, does it feel bad everywhere or just at Orcs? Is there any other spot that you can that you would want to go grind at? Yes. Why would you grind anywhere else? Well, this is the this is the thing I get asked this a lot. Like, hey, why do you grind in Sakraya? Or hey, why are you at Swamp Fogans or wh whatever random place I happen to be at? Why why are you grinding Tauros? And it's like, well, I could make nine hundred mil an hour and get a duel for spot every seven seconds while grinding underneath green puke, <laughs> green puke clouds. Or I could get like 500 mil an hour and grind like literally anywhere else because all of the other spots are like relatively close. Yep. So it's like, you know, that's why. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I guess if, if orcs is the only spot, then, you know. I mean, you got Orcs or Bloody Monastery. That's the only two places that exist. But Bloody, see, Bloody is different. Like, I I would be surprised if Zerker Awakening is actually bad at Bloody. I, I doubt it's bad at Bloody. Because it's single target rotation, or it's like rotation, like the frontal conal, front cone stuff is like pretty decent, right? Um, But the AoE stuff, like sucks. it's like not even close. And Orcs doesn't group up nicely. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, it's kind of the same thing with, uh, like, Sakuno doesn't feel amazing at orcs. If you have a weapon, it feels pretty good, but without a weapon, it's like, God, I wish these mobs just grouped up. Then it would feel good. But since they don't, it doesn't feel that great. But everywhere else, Sakuno feels really, really good. It feels great at Turos. It feels really good at Bloody, at Sakraya, at, at Oluns, like all these other spots. It feels great. It's just that orcs, the way the mobs group up, and I wonder if that's partly the issue with Awakened Zerker. Because, I mean, Awakened Zerker's not worse than before, or is it? Is the Titan Blow change, like, Titan Blow is your big PvE damage, and now Titan Blow is too slow and does shit damage? No, God, no. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. The thing is, is that I'm kind of... I can't really speak too much on this topic, because I don't grind on Awakened Zerker. I didn't before the reboot, and I don't after the reboot. Mm -hmm. I do all my grinding on Succession. I have for, like, a couple of years now. So, uh, unfortunately, can't speak much to that. As well as, like, all the Zerkers I know also grind in succession and always yeah. have. So, <laughs> I don't know, like, well, who before... grinds in succession. I'm trying... Choice grinds in Awakening, or at least Does I've he? seen him grind in Awakening before. He's grinding on Striker now. but Yeah, he's he's kind of given up on <laughs> Berserker. Yeah. He's, like, living on Striker Choice? right now. Choice and he's really um, unhappy with the 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 gameplay change. Choice and Rapalus were both grinding on Awakening for a while. I wonder if I, I'd have to ask Mister Rapalus because, like, I again, I, I'm trying to think like because before people were saying it felt pretty decent. It's just like Suck was a bit better and also more chill. But now it's like, did it? If you compared it to itself pre rework, is it worse than it used to be? Or better, because I'm just trying to figure out how it got worse, if it's worse. Because Seismic is still there. You have the new skill that flows after Seismic. I know Split Shot, like, maybe does Split Shot do less damage now that you can use it more often? How does that work? Yeah, I assume it, it does less damage since you can spam it now, right? I'm assuming they absolutely murked the damage on it. Um, They definitely did in PvP. It definitely does a lot less damage in PvP. 
now than it used to for obvious reasons. Like they had to do that. I'm assuming the same thing would be true in PVE. Yeah. I'll have to do some research. I'll, I'll try to find uh, some people. I mean, just ask Choice. He'll probably just tell you. Like, yeah, it's it's worse. Here's why. Because <laughs> I would always see him grinding in Awakening, which I always thought was weird because it's like, why would you do that to yourself? But I guess he just never liked Succession. And now he doesn't like the new Awakening either, which sucks. So he's just kind of sticking to Striker for the moment. Um. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Pinkmaster says, I can't believe all the hate about the rework. So many people are saying PA killed their class. How? You just got buffs. How's it supposed to kill your class? By the way, DK rework is incredible. I feel most of the gaps are gone because I feel I'm not getting a CC'd as often. Damage and suck is insane. Maybe a bit too much. New flow on airstrike is very useful to get behind frontal guard. Does good damage too. Suck DK as good a mix of SA, frontal guard, iframe, CC, and as a lot of very high damage skills. So you can fight 1v1 small scale almost every class. BV on Suck is still not as good I would as I would like, but still better than it was, so I can't complain. Hear that, um, DKs? Better get after this guy. He's out there giving you guys a bad name. Or a good name, Well, I this guess. Well, this is, this is pre-chain. So here's the thing. Now, obviously, Multi has a lot of gear, so maybe he's not the best example, but uh, Multi is one of these people that is like... I got him in max. Like I have to, I, I'm not going to waste my time on DK. It's shit grinding PV. Um, his exact words, he tested it when it came to live server are it's quote better in PVE than lawn, but more sweaty. So he actually thinks it's better than suck lawn. Now there's multi who is like inherently negative about, um, DK a lot of the time, but he straight up said that it is better than Sucklon in PVE at Orcs specifically and probably other places, but um, but it's more sweaty. Now this this comment is before the succession buffs that they just got on Wednesday, so yeah. Although this comment still is weird even pre, because I'm pretty sure most DKs agreed Suck was better than Awakening in PVE even before the changes they just got, but you know, who knows? Well, this guy disagrees. Uh, me. Oh, sorry. I skipped one. Uh, Fitzgood says going off of the, going off of the jokes about Sork spamming CCs and iframe. And then you come across a very good Sork GG. Yeah. I don't, I don't have context for that. Maybe. Oh, off jokes about Sork spamming CCs. Are they saying that only the bad Sorks spam CCs in iframes? Because no, that's like almost all of them. Yeah, I mean, there's the problem is there are a few Sorks that are actually trying to read what you're doing, but it is very, very few of them. The rest are just either going as fast as they can or staying as safe as they can while throwing out a rotation of skills from a relatively safe distance, like mid-range, if they can. But yeah, there's some Sorks that actually do learn what the other classes do and and that's why those sorks are awful to fight against yeah they're miserable um <clears throat> mian says wish they would add character tag slots in the pro shop i'd pay for it 100 with these new reworks there's so many classes i want to play yeah well they should add i i really do wish that they would just separate the tag system from the gear copy system 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that would be really cool. I mean, luckily we Especially have this tag event for a while, but there's so many like dumb rules with like the tag stuff still, right? Like you can't like turn in crates and like other dumb shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. It just it makes no sense. Just makes things unreasonable. Now. Yeah. The one benefit, though, of it being tied to the tag system is it is kind of nice that your character's with you wherever you go. Yeah, but the, if they separate them, you can still just tag them, like, normally. That's still a function you can use. But you don't have to if you don't want to. It just becomes two separate functions. So you're saying allow us to gear copy where they don't follow each other or allow us to tag where they do and gear copy. Or you're just saying, saying allow you to gear copy but not... Okay, I got. I get what you're saying. Don't force us to tag to be able to gear copy. Have them be two completely separate functions. You have gear copy and you have tagging, and you can do them independently of one I another. Get, I get what you're saying. You didn't have to say it louder. I, I <laughs> misunderstood what you were saying. I thought you were saying allow us to gear copy and like it still follows your character around wherever you go. Yeah. Without the tag. I got you. The tag system just kind of sucks. I mean, well, that is nice. It doesn't like, add. The, the, it has limitations. It doesn't suck. The tag system is awesome and fun. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good feature. Well, the the gear even though I don't utilize is it, is awesome and fun. Well, parts of the tag system are also pretty fun too, because again, it, hey. it's also it's hugely benefit. Like for me, I I like that both my characters are with me wherever I go. Yeah, from a PvP point of view, if you're in a 1v1, you got a bad matchup, and you know you're more confident on the other class. Swap to your Mewa, and you're good to go. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> Corinne Naoka says, Personally, I think Mewa's damage is fine as is right now, since we don't have massive AoEs uh, like Musa. Copium, baby! And it, it would kind of suck to have tiny AoEs with tiny damage, you know? Currently play Kuno and man, it feels Wait, nice real to be able quick, to real PvE. Real quick, sorry, sorry. Can you stop? Well, hold on. This is the thing that bothers me the most is whenever it's like, well, our damage is fine. If we had no damage, then it would suck. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. But but we are not saying you should have no damage. That's there's not like, hey, we either yeah. one shot everyone or we have to do twelve skills and they still live. It's like, no, no. We're saying like just don't one shot us. Like Yeah. You just needs to be a little bit less damage. So that way people it's, aren't miserable. <laughs> it's the textbook definition of a straw man, right? It's like, hey, maybe we could tone down Maywa's damage like a tiny bit. You want us to not be able to kill anyone? Well, no, I just think that maybe you shouldn't be able to, like, two-hit people standing up. But we have no AoE, so why should we do zero damage? It's like, that's not what I'm yeah, saying. you shouldn't do zero damage. <laughs> you should do good damage. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, that drives me nuts when people say that. I can't yeah. stand that. It's like, no, stop. Like, you're you're not having a discussion with me. You're just saying some random shit that no one's saying. Yeah, you're you're arguing against air. Like yeah. no one is making, no one it's is a, saying you should do yeah. zero damage. The, the amount of times I ask, like a Moose's opinion, like, "Hey, do you think the damage is too high?" And they're like, "I mean, maybe it is, but if we do no damage, then we can't do anything." And it's like, "Where did that come from?" I, I don't. Who said that? Who asked that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. All right. Sorry. Continue. You were at the second paragraph. Yeah, 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 yeah. Paragraph two of this four paragraphs. Uh, no TLDR, Satch. 
I currently play Kuno, and man, it feels nice to be able to PvE. Kind of wish Suck got a little more AoE changes for PvE and better pull skill for both specs. Uh, I find Awakening is still lacking compared to Succession, and even after even all other all the other class reworks as far as PvE goes in PvP, I think Succession should get its useless skills changed. That jump SF skill, Kunai block, and what? Shuriken skills, since we don't use them anyways, jump and that SF, one skill that activates. <laughs> And that one skill that activates when we reach 400 stamina on block, like all those skills I was lucky expecting to get yeeted or at least adjusted when they said main focus is to remove or rework old or unused skills if they stayed on Kuno. So I'd like to see some change uh, to make it usable. The block lock has to go 100%. I don't know why it was even added. Frosty, you have a comment? Well, the block lock does have to go. It's still not fixed, even though they said it's fixed. Also, SF, the new ground thrust, every single ninja in Kuno will tell you that is an awesome change. That skill is super fun to use and really good, really useful in large scale group PVP, everything. Yeah, the new ground, I don't know what he's talking about. That skill did get changed and it's not useless anymore at all. It's extremely good and it's super good for grinding. And yes, the pull skill, while I wish it was better for awakening, particularly because the awakening one is slower and you're not always in pre-awakening, in suck, the pull skill is fine. It's good enough. Do I wish I didn't have to jump? Sure. But the jump is still miles better than what we had before, which was literally nothing. Um, suck is actually very good in PVE. I, I actually think it's very good everywhere. Awakening. The other thing too is I, I don't know why I would say like we need more. Like sure, it'd be cool if we had more variety of skills, but we have so many skills on low cooldowns already that are really good on suck. So it's like, it doesn't really need more. Um, I actually feel more about that on awakening. Like Flow Indignation, Flow Wrath, and Flow Shockham Rise are three abilities that basically didn't get touched in the rework at all. And I kind of wish they did because they don't really do anything for PvE or PvP. They're just kind of like, I don't know. They're weird skills. I guess you use the knockdown for like a combo, but it doesn't really do much damage on Indignation. But yeah, anyway, uh, I don't really feel that on Suck, so I don't know. I'm completely not with him on 90% of this stuff. And the AoEs on Suck are actually fine for PvE. They, they don't, it doesn't need more AOE for PvE, it's it's fine. The orcs is the only spot where it kind of feels like, eh, I wish it was bigger, but really it's it's still good enough. And then when you have a weapon, it's plenty good enough. It's like way, way, way good enough. The thing is that's funny is like, I actually think Suck has bigger AOEs than Awakening. Like when you have a weapon at orcs, Flash Slash AOE is fucking big. Moonlight AOE is big. Shackles AOE is big. No, Rostam is saying in chat that in Tauros you have to kill mobs one by one. I Tauros is literally better on Kuno than like 90% of the other classes. So, no, I yeah, I disagree. The AoEs are fine for PvE. Fair enough. Uh, moving on for PvP, the class is a blast. Mobility is fun, but I do miss our lingers in succession. Helped manage our cooldowns a lot better and allowed for more outplays with timing and stuff. If they were to rework the useless skills, it could help our kit feel a lot more full. I'd love new combo abilities. Awakening feels great. Just said I can't, for the life of me, trade with any other class, though. The spin damage revert seems like it hasn't caught up to the game's current damage threshold. Lamal might just be my gear. If Kuno gets more love, more PvP, PVE love and some QOL slash useless skills reworked. Kuno will be in a good spot, I think. Too long already, but Maywa has been a blast. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Love Nyashi's contribution. Uh, Frosty, I've, anything I've, about that last bit? No, I'm with I'm with Nyashi. I'm getting attacked by Kunos here that are all telling me that the damage isn't good on Moonlight. They always aren't big. I, I don't know. I, I I disagree. Like the only AOE that feels kind of sad to me is Shadow Clones. Outside of that, like the rest of the kids' AOEs are fine. They're frontal cone outside of Flash Slash, but they're still fine. Shadow Clone is the only one that's like weirdly small. Everything else hits fine. The Kuno Discord was right, Frosty. You don't know what you're talking about. You're trying to get the class killed. Maybe if you played the class, you can have an opinion on it. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you played the class. Dude, I, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. You want to see what small AoEs are like? Play Awaken Kuno, where literally only spin hits shit and then Lunatic Discus and everything else hits nothing. It's a single mob at a time. Sag. Laggy Skills says, Great podcast as always. Uh, point one, I feel the same as Frosty when it comes to Awakening Hash. It feels so damn good after the buffs. I don't know why, but even after the loss of accuracy passive, I feel like I'm doing more damage than ever before. About the Rage Ultimate rework thing, I think they should just take the 100% to 200% out of the game. I don't see the reason why anyone should have a free move to completely delete a person slash group. That does not seem very skillful. If anything, a 100% should only do a percentage-based attack like 60-ish percent if someone is full health that will allow a person getting ulted a chance to defend themselves instead of getting deleted it will give the attacker a better chance to win since the enemy is starting out low health probably it wouldn't be a completely free kill three we skipped point two i guess that was point two point three these 1v1 and BA feel so damn good with the longer grab cooldowns it actually feels fun to trade back and forth without having to worry about grabs every six seconds yeah i think the grab nerfs have been really positive yeah for the game. I, I definitely don't feel as shitty about grabs as I used to. I, I feel mm -hmm. I feel the, the adjustments, nerfs, or whatever you want to call them that they did were definitely positive for my perception, at least. Yeah. And, like, as a grab bot, right, I feel like, obviously, <laughs> it sucks, right, that our, our grabs got nerfed, but... It was everyone else's grabs as well, right? And yeah, I don't know. It's to me, it kind of trades out in the wash a little bit against the classes that my grabs are super useful against. They're still super useful, and against the classes that I was fighting against, where if like I was trying to avoid their grab, I enjoy like the the time of like I have time to like try and like fuck this kid up now, and I can be a little bit extra risky. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm alone on that. Maybe all the other grab classes feel like it's destroyed their class, but I feel like it's been pretty pretty good overall. Um, Frosty can't answer because it was a buff for Kuno's grab. Sure. No, so. I mean, that's a, I mean, I get that for large scale, that sentiment, but that's actually not really true. The grab, that extra five seconds in, especially in 1v1 or like 1v2 is like really noticeable. I, I know yeah. it doesn't seem like it, but it it definitely is noticeable. Like, yeah. I I don't know. There's definitely times where it's like, damn, like I the I didn't think I used the grab as often as I did, and I definitely did. Mm-hmm. 
You grabbing whores, you. Yeah. All of you. That's not as bad as these moose and males that just kill people standing up and don't need a CC, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, only yeah. recent. Don't even try. <laughs> like, you had that bullshit for years and years. 258s. What is it? What was it, Frosty? You said that's the highest I, you can get on season. I have the thing is I don't know why Nyashi's coming at me. Reslar, what was the one thing? <laughs> what was the one thing I hoped for for grabs with just for the no, last you were, you year? Were on the fence. I have been saying like people, the grab should not be protected, especially on attempt, and they should yep. not be as low of a cooldown as they are for anybody. Yeah, I was yep. saying I think the baseline should be twenty seconds, and then the high cooldown grab should be thirty. That that's just me. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I agree. You definitely were you're leading the charge on that as far as like uh, want it to be adjusted. I wasn't really attacking you or anything like that. It was just because of that comment. I just had to make it funny. Yeah, it's definitely healthier for the game for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, just the just the duration between them, like the just the duration alone between them is huge. And then using a grab in general is an opportunity for us now. Non-grab classes. What's the next really unhealthy thing that we need to tackle for the game? I'm going to put my vote in at iframes. No. Um, just <laughs> just damage right now. I think yeah, it's probably damage. the most... Uh, resi I, I still like... I know resistor a little bit better. We have a little bit more control over it, but dude, it's still so annoying. Resistor so awful. Yeah, resists. I just, I don't know. Not to be a broken record or anything, but I was, I've maintained this for like a month or two now. I just don't think they belong in the game anymore. I used to be like, I used to try to understand where the classes like Guardians were coming from. I I just can't. I can't empathize anymore. They they just get rid of them, man. They just don't belong. Um... The Musassin says, more of a continuation of our talks, Rez and Frosty from the Discord. I know Rez is wholly against this, but why not just buff everyone else? Because damage is already too high, Musassin. Why? Yeah. <laughs> My god, could you imagine if every class was running around with Fiery Crevice and BTB? Holy shit! Yeah, like, that would... That, that wouldn't improve Musa's state or anything like that. You, you guys would just get dumpstered by other Yeah, if classes. anything, that would really just destroy Musa. Like, holy shit. Like, the, the um, big advantage right now for Musa is that no one else really deals that kind of damage, so the trading is really good. Yeah, but exactly. If ever other class are hitting as hard as them with, like, one overloaded skill, <laughs> he, he would just get dumpstered just like everyone else when you hit them. Yeah. Uh, also, I just realized uh, through these talks about nerfing Musa damage, we haven't narrowed it down to exactly where this big damage is coming from. <laughs> yes, yes, we have. We have Fiery crevice, crevice and below the belt. And BTB. I mean, yep. I would argue. I don't. Know, I was talking with Multi about this because he's going to stay. Apparently, his plan is to stay now a DK. So right now he has tagged a, a lawn and a uh, and a DK, but he was. Lon and Musa for a while and he said after the tag events over he's probably gonna be DK with his main weapons and a Musa tagged and the reason I bring him all I know it's like the third time I brought him up but I always have these like long philosophical arguments and discussions with multi about like balance and stuff like that but he does not think that these changes are enough and he's like I'm still going to be deleting people with eradicate um the 10% BSR amongst everything else so 
like fiery crevice and blow the bell are definitely like the two easy like go-to obvious options but uh i think other mooses are still going to do a lot of damage it's going to be scary like eradicate's still going to hit super hard um so is the 10 percent bsr so i don't know just just pointing that out People forget Eradicate got buffed because Fiery Crevice is so insane. But Eradicate got buffed and it's not insignificant. It hits very hard now. Yeah. Uh, Mark and Ho says, if you don't feel like Archer does high damage, it's because they ninja nerf most damage buffs they gave him all they gave him already back to pre-reboot levels. Radiant Explosion from 40 to 46 to 55 reduction. Trail scales on it, so there's that. Smite from 25 to 36 to 45. Not in the notes. Marked Bloom 3 hits. Uh, Grand Bloom lost 80% of the close combat damage. What we have is the same old damage, but more sustained. Yeah, no. Uh, Marked Bloom uh and Grand Bloom are not the same. I'm, Dude, come on. SQ damage is not the same as before because you just didn't have that ability. Your your pre-awakened skills, shift F is not the same damage as before. It's not. Your your shift E, I, I don't know the names of these skills, your pre-awakened shift E is not the same damage as before. Your pre-awakened uh, A, D, and F are not the same damage as before. Like, they're just not. There's no way you could ever say they're the same damage as before, not to mention you got added accuracy. So it's like, no, those aren't the same damage. I'm not saying the damage is busted. I, I'm still a little bit leaning towards like, a, the same thing I said with DK is like, Archer, I, I need more time to to say. Like, I know a lot of people are complaining about Archer, but I don't think it's close to what Ranger's doing or what, uh, or what like Titan Blood's doing. But no, it's not the same old damage. It's just not. And to me... I don't even think the damage is the strongest part about Archer currently. I think it's the movement. The they they made so much of the movement so much better, flow together a lot more easily. It's a lot kiting people is a lot easier and a lot better now than it was before. Yeah. Certainly the damage is buffed, but I don't think that's actually like the OP thing about Archer right now, if you were to pick one. I don't know. Maybe, maybe others. I, I mean, certainly other people are going to disagree with that because everyone's complaining about range damage right now. But I really think Archer's strength right now comes in the form of its ability to kite. Because holy shit, can that bad boy kite? Like if yeah. you, or if you're properly like using your skills like uh, efficiently, it's it's crazy. Yeah, that that class's mobility is beyond bonkers right now. Like. Just their ability to whip around any sort of unprotected or foreguard skill, like it's crazy. Have you again? I, I'm sorry, yeah. I don't know the uh, the the skill. Have you used SRMB into Shifty Res on your Archer on a player? As the, the uh, you're talking skill? about pre awakened skills, yes. right? So SRMB automatically brings you in a pre awakened with that little uppercut yes. punch, and then Shifty is the little like basically kind of looks like Ranger's shotgun. Is the Earth Shatter, yeah. which does massive damage, right? And it now. has air attack. Yeah. So when you float someone with that, that shit, like that shit, is the borderline serpents. It's like when you have your Q buff up, especially, but even without Q buff, it's so fast and hits so fucking hard. That skill, like I don't know in what world yeah. people think that the damage is the same. And then, like Full Bloom, literally didn't do anything from range before. Nothing. It was like completely useless ability. You never shot it. 
at someone from range pre today. So I don't know how you could say the range damage is the same. You just didn't hit people with that skill before. You never used it as just like poke. Unless you were like trolling. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and to answer your question, no, I haven't done that because uh, A, uh, I've only done large scale on it. And so I, I don't really have a lot of opportunities to go in for a close hit like that. And B, I'm a garbage archer. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, Orokami says, Suck Valk seems relatively the same. It's strong enough to fight just about everything I fought in BA, except for Musa Lol. I legit found a. I fought a trial Musa with main gear and died every single time I tried to trade. Zero SA trade chance. I killed him twice and only with a cheese catch from range. LOL. Also, love my shot for PvE. I'm scared of the nerf hammer. Yeah, were you scared of the nerf? Well, shy for shy, shy PvE. PvE. Oh. I, I could see that at like high end spots. I mean, here's the thing: it's like on one hand, I'm like, dude, it that's pretty cool that shy is a lot better in PvE, right? On the other hand, I'm like, I want to do Olins, but I have three, I have three people that are like, I'm down to go do Olins. It's like, yeah, but I need one shy. Otherwise, <laughs> it feels like I'm inting. That that's the only thing that kind of sucks about it. On one hand, like I think it should feel better, but it's like, dude, it's so much better that it's actually a waste of time to go do like the dungeon or Oluns or whatever without a shy. It feels like actually that much different. So I now I'm not saying I'm not saying they should nerf it, but it that is there right now. Yeah. That feeling of like, yeah, I could go, I could go poll you know, whatever, 1,200 trash with a casual group at Olin's or 1,300 maybe, or even if I'm shit at Olin's, I could just bring a shy with me and then we could pull 1,650 or 1,800 or those shy groups are like, yeah, no, we're doing double shy and a striker and we're pulling 2,400 at Olin's. It's like crazy. And my friend yeah. Dalen is group like the double shy. They're like, we're so close to getting 2,500 trash. You realize how much trash that is now? Like it's actually not even like like twenty uh, anyone who grinds Oluns. Like just think about six months ago when you were grinding Oluns. If anyone that grinds Oluns thought that they were gonna get twenty five hundred trash with a blue loot scroll and Agris, like god damn, that is insane. I was watching uh fuck whose stream was it? I think it was Jay Coon's stream, and he was grinding Oluns. It was a party of three shies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, shot and it, again, I don't want to I'm not saying to nerf it yet, but there is a little bit of a feeling of like, yeah, if I don't have a shy with me, like should we even go there? Probably not. Just go to orcs. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tong says I've been working on a kitchen renovation this week and I found old wires that look like they blew up in my attic. Electrical work sucks. Yeah. It's probably in reference to, to the story man. I was telling with Remember, my electricity blew up at uh, my parents' house for Christmas. Yeah. Rip. 
Uh, Hadouken OCX says, Hello, Frosty, get yourself the Razer Naga Pro or the Logitech G600. I don't know why you even use Shift and F keys these days. I used the Razer Naga Pro for a real long time. Back in the day, I used the old version. Razer Naga never looked back for years. It makes PvP so much more easy and chill if you have a lot of keys to press. TLDR had to exit, edit the text, forgot to say why I used the Razer Naga Pro because it made... Makes me faster than any other PvP players <laughs> on keyboard. I like that okay. this person writes a TLDR for like, what is this, two sentences? Yeah, that was a PS, not a TLDR, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I appreciate the TLDR, even when it's not necessary in the slightest. Maybe they thought I was going to read the comments this time. All right, so one, yeah, I, I do appreciate the recommendation. I will look into it. Two, I'm a, a little bit offended by the recommendation because it means you don't actually listen to the show. Or the stream because I don't use shift. I you do use F, although I wouldn't. I like it, the F key. The F key feels good, but um, I don't use shift on my keyboard anymore. I actually have been using shift on my yeah, mouse but you since. Used to. Yeah, but I haven't. I haven't since the day Corsair Awakening came out. So that was like what in when did Corsair Awakening come out? Or no, yeah, just Corsair suck, not Awakening. When Corsair came out. So that it's been like eight months I haven't used my keyboard with shift. So it's interesting like to ask me, I don't know why you're still using shift on your keyboard. I'm offended. Next comment. Well, you can be offended. That's your right, I guess. It is my right. As a Californian, I can be offended. You understand that, Russell? That's all you're good at over there. Uh, Connor thing. L says, can you guys talk more about Tamer? Is she really that bad? She feels pretty good on Awakening, but haven't played Suck like the other guy. Plus, I am rather new to the whole PvP scene, and I'm not the best judge on this. Alright, so it's one thing, you can have a discussion about balance on any class, and there's times where I'll disagree or not agree, or I do agree, or whatever. You can have about a million different classes and specs and whatever. But the one thing that I don't, I find unacceptable is when a class is so incredibly buggy that you can't even have a proper discussion about balance. And right now, Tamer is one of those classes that is like unacceptably buggy that it's it just like, yeah, I can't recommend the class to anybody. Even people who are like, yeah, I don't really care that much about balance. I just want a fun class. It's like, well, but your class is buggy as shit and just doesn't work properly. And I have no idea when they're going to fix it. And I don't even know if they know how to fix it. It's it's annoying. Unacceptably buggy. It's fucking dumb. Fix that class. Fix that class. Fix that class because Leo. I like telling tamers that their class is good and they're wrong. And I can't do it right now because it's so goddamn, <laughs> it's so goddamn buggy. True. Leo says, hearing you guys discuss the possibility of PA having to balance KR and Global separately because of the content delay was painful. Feels like we're the console boys now. Also, I really like the idea that not all BSR skills should kill someone on the surface, but it gets more complicated the more you think about it. The only ways I can think to alter a skill is damage, debuff, or buff. We already said more damage is mad. Getting a buff is just like absorbing, so what could you do to differentiate BSR skills? I can't think of anything really. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, it's Lulmul from Stream slash Discord great content as always gentlemen we've always been like console people just forget that and they they just kind of yeah. ignore it because sometimes they give us content relatively quickly but we've always been console to kr yeah we just feel better about it now because we point and laugh at console they're worse yeah exactly yeah they they've had moments where it's like 
cool. They're starting to give us content. Like the RBF, I was shocked. We got it literally only one week after KR. And I, I can live with a week later or two weeks later. It's the releasing entirely new content with cool new things to discover that's all going to be discovered, found out, and done on KR and for seemingly no reason. I kind of understood it with the launch of the game because it was like a different era and it's like, well, you're starting in this zone and everyone has to gear up, but it's like, I'm sorry, man. We're, we're like uh, about as geared as KR. In fact, like a lot of these KR players that I watch their videos, like a lot of just my guild and my, my guild's not even like one of the most geared guilds. There's other guilds way more geared that are ahead of a lot of these players that are doing this content. So it's like, yeah, no, leaving us behind on a new region for six months is just dumb and old and bad. Yeah, we are console. We just have a slightly better performance than console. This they're, just in they're not leaving them behind. They're they're using them as the beta to test all this stuff. Mm -hmm. This is the bug fix bug fix server. Uh, this just in APOC not geared. Moving on. That, I didn't wait. What is that? What you got from that sentence that we're not the most geared? I said we're are not. Are you not? I, no, you think it's APOC like is the most geared guild on the whole server? What is so? It's like Cho and then who? I mean, you got Cho, you got Black Rose. I mean, Vertex, you can make an argument between... Black Rose Ver beats you guys in gear score? I find that kind of hard to You're believe. You're crazy, dude. We have fucking people that are like 640 and 650 in our guild. Hmm. And, I mean, you could make an argument for Vertex. I mean, especially like at the high end, our, like Vertex. I, I don't know which one is more geared, but Vertex is super geared. Um, Digital is super geared. Like, yeah, there's... I, my point wasn't that we're not geared. It was just that like I know, I was just messing with you other that people that are as geared or more geared and still more so than KR. And I was saying our gear, I think our guild on average is more geared than a lot of KR. So it's just, that's not a reasoning. That used to be the reason is the thing that I'm pointing out anyway. It's like, oh, well, we can't have that content because we just don't have the gear for it. And it's like, no, yeah. we, we do. They made all those spots to... 80 AP. Reslar has that. Yes, sir. <laughs> Kudum as well. 280 Kudum. 289 Kudum, actually. Look at that, dude. He's overgeared for it. Like, he's too geared. He wouldn't even go there if it came out. <laughs> <laughs> he's too geared. Uh, Where was I? Smoky Tree Bone it says, Oh, no. Witches and wizards are getting blown up. Who cares, lol? That's a bit harsh, but also I agree. No. <laughs> See, I, I am an equal opportunity class. Uh, uh, I don't even know what the word would be, but I uh, no, I witches and wizards, if they feel bad and they're not good enough, they should be. This game is not a trinity, therefore all classes should be viable. Now I'm not saying yep. witches and wizards aren't viable. But I, I understand why they feel a little bit like they're not as strong. Although maybe witches will feel less so like that. Because yeah, be, they got pretty careful. significant changes. Be careful with the wording. If the intern's here and he's going to pass that shit along, we're going to be back to that mage meta in no time. Yeah. Just, yeah. You can buff their damage. Just be careful buffing their range to damage. That's all I ask. Go and on. Before uh, we decided to increase the damage of Meteor and Blizzard by two times. Yeah, it's, you know reasonable 
Uh, Ziegle says about inviting more PVE oriented players to the podcast. I think Mr. Rapolis would be a good fit. He's more PVE and was excited about the ice fishing update. All right. I'll reach out. There you go. He'd be an was awesome he a better guy. ice fisher than uh, Frosty? I'm terrible. So yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it tilted me. I quit. I still got to go get the rest of those fish. Zach, I haven't even started. I saw the alpaca was temporary and I said, I don't care. Maybe it feels permanent. Uh, Jimin's Jam says, Mwahahahaha, Musa is finally strong. Next update, what the fuck? True. He doesn't even know. He made this joke before he we knew. That's funny. But he's right. Yeah, that is funny. They're um, still going to be strong, though. I think they're going to be fine. They just Strike. won't be using you know, fiery curvers to get five kills. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. Striker Hero 1000 says, I hope PA tones down range damage. I give melee classes. I'm taking this against uh, the more that are around you because as soon as I come out, I frame as Tamer immediately dies, super armor, guard breaks, and I die. And then someone, I love the reply here. Sure, also nerf melee, grab, and CC potential. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. But you have a grab, Strike Hero. Sorry. Yeah. You have a grab, so you should die from out of render range without any chance for counterplay. Uh, Deadly Zero says, love the podcast. Thank you, thank you. And Shazar says, if you like to test Awaken Valkyrie, come to the Valkyrie Discord. It's run by very dedicated people and updated for reboot. You will find help there very quickly. Some prominent Valkyries are around, and probably you will easy get someone to teach you if needed. Much love. So there you go. Advertisement for the, the Valkyrie Discord right there. Yeah, I'm a. Uh, I'm like torn. I I really want to try Valk because I think it looks cool, and I I think it's probably pretty good now. Um. They have this weird thing with their movement. That uh. <laughs> Weirding you out. I don't know how to explain it, but I I don't know if I'm into it. But I do want to try it out. We'll see. Fair enough. It's funny, All too, right. because a long time ago, I really wanted to try Suck Valk, but now... Yeah, I remember you grinding on it. Aren't well, I, I was, I was, I was doing bit? season. I was doing seasonal for a short yeah. time, but I didn't actually get far with it. And then... Because um, that was before you did Warrior for, like, two seconds, right? Okay, Warrior, I actually I actually solo grinded Warrior at Polly's outside of seasons all the way to 60. I was pretty into Warrior. I still kind of am. I just don't like the pre-waking kit. But now the awaken kit's so busted, maybe I don't even need to go in a pre-waking. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All you need pre-waking for is is forward F and the grab. That's it. Yeah. Um. All right. We have another video with comment. Thank you to everyone who commented on that video. We have a second. Yep. Now video we gotta go comments. to the the anniversary comments where I'm sure half of them is going to be complaints about no timestamps. <laughs> By the way, let me scroll back up to the top. Uh, thank you, while seriously, for some rough timestamps. Appreciate you. Yes. I penned it at the top so who, everybody who was can this? see. This was, oh, yeah, while, while seriously. While seriously. Dude, these aren't even rough. These are fucking great. He, he, he says he, that he says roughly. I'm taking his words. 
What, what, when he said roughly, what he meant is that he roughly spelled most of these names incorrectly, but it's yeah, still very nice. Did you see nice. the Reezy? Yeah, he put Rise. And look, Froge, he put Froggy. Yeah. To be and fair, it, that one's a little complicated. I love, I love Rise, though. Rise is amazing. He put question mark for the lawn. And he put Basque, B-A-S-K. <laughs> it makes more sense. Yeah, that's understandable. Lawn, that one's uh, definitely understandable. I like it. Three hours and thirty six minutes. Lawn slash lawn tries to defend lawn grab. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, dude, that's so funny. That's amazing. That's the <laughs> best Elida, I've ever seen. Uh, poor Elida was trying to say like, "Hey, it's kind of like awakened sage grab. It's not that bad now." And everyone was like, "Dude, it was just like." Oh yeah, by the way, our range grab is only a range grab. Like or what was it? The comment was like, I cannot believe that right now Awaken Lawn's trying to defend the lawn grab because they have to quote aim it now. So it's not actually that yes. good. It, yeah, what was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I, someone like exaggerated the quote, but it was like, quote, lawn grab's not that good. We actually have to aim it. End yeah, quote. that's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was so that, funny. It, it was hilarious. Poor Elida. That's not what he was saying. He was just saying it's not as oppressive now, all right? And the cooldown's yeah. longer. Gentlemen, right. I, I actually do have to run since it's uh, pretty late for the evening over here. Yeah. Um, and uh, the wife has been starving, so. <laughs> Dude, yeah, man, you, you, you have to let her eat when she wants to eat and stop being like, you will wait until I'm done. She's not allowed out of the closet. That's oh, fine. God. <laughs> Dude, Florida's crazy. Florida, bro. that's super normal in Florida. That's the thing over there. <laughs> Dude, that's law in Florida. What do you mean? He's gonna why well, he's gonna get up and leave his mic on. You're gonna hear him say in the background, Baby wanna eat? Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh oh shit. shit. All right, All let's right, get gentlemen. you out of there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later now. Easy, man. Enjoy. See Have a good night. All right, let me scroll back to the bottom here. Uh, Tong says first, yes, indeed you were. Methios War says let's go. We a we we a bows says uh, ah yes was prepared for two hours but blessed with six. Yes, indeed it was a long one. Silver Zico says bro, don't say Kuno needs nerf when we have Musicult and Lawn Suck Zerk Warrior Sork Ranger list is so long. If you want to nerf one class. Not nerf everyone. I'm not saying it's not strong, but every class is OP now. Only reason why everyone hating Musa because he's easy as spec to play. That is so incorrect. Like, no, yeah, that, that's the only reason most... why everyone is on it is because it's so easy to play and that's strong. But that's not why everyone's hating it. It's everyone's True. hating it because it's doing too much damage. Yeah, because fiery crevice is doing more damage than any other skill in the game minus maybe titan blow which is three hits spread over like three seconds so uh yeah kind of insane uh <clears throat> marco henriques says can you add timestamps so as to when you were talking about each class uh they're pinned Go thank uh, WoW seriously. Miss Ghoul says AP and speed are too much. Classes need to start being punished for flying around nonstop and getting easy back hits. Even SA is useless now. Bonus DP from skills does just about jack shit. Um, yeah, that's another thing that kind of a little bit surprised hasn't been. I mean, that also is another kind of simple fix. It's like some of these SA skills, I'm not saying all of them, and not necessarily for every class, 
but some of the classes that are more stationary like whatever bonus dr they have is is so outdated now mm. that it should probably be updated also be put in the tooltip yeah it probably should be put in the tooltip you would think huh especially when they're so transparent with all their stuff now John says, PA, for the love of God, please listen to what these guys say about Awakening Mystic. Please do something. Congrats on three-year anniversary and happy New Year's, guys. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Awaken Mystic's down bad. Broba yeah. says, don't nerf my Musa now that I've been waiting for years. Uh, but yeah, it's strong, strong, strong at the moment. But so are most classes. Parentheses, and no grab for us. Yeah, no grab. They don't have a grab. No grab justifies it. Uh, also, congrats to three years. Love your podcast. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Even if you are a dirty Musa. Uh, Greed says, congrats to three years. Started listening a year ago. Caught up from episode one a couple months back. God, episode <laughs> one. What must that sound like compared to today? I mean, let's not pretend we've evolved that much. We have, like, decent amount, though, right? I mean, especially just the addition of Nyashi, I feel like, changes it quite a bit. Plus, I feel like back then, right? So the basic format of the show now is like, okay, what's happened this week? Let's talk about that. Back then, the basic format of the show was, what the fuck do we feel like talking about today? Let's, let's just talk about some random bullshit. We feel like we feel like shooting the shit, uh, shooting the shit about. So even the 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 kind of like what we decide to discuss has kind of changed a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Must be interesting going back and listening to to old ones. Um, Sarah Angel says, actually caught this live on Twitch this time. Happy anniversary to the best boys. Looking forward to the next three years. Thank you. Thank you. Saw says, Frosty, now that we are free from our shackles, you conspire yet again to see us return to them. Your futile attempts to hold down the wielders of the blade shall not go unanswered. You and your co-conspirators are no match for the power we have obtained, and we shall see your alliance with GM Armin crumble, for we, the warriors of the western frontier, shall never relinquish our sovereignty. I feel like uh, that got fiery creviced on out of here, didn't it? Just that whole thing. <laughs> just a 50%. Just boom, right there. That's it. I think PA Today... read that and said, don't ever use GM Armin's <laughs> name like that again. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, man. Uh, Janeway says, happy anniversary, guys, with a lot of exclamation points. Love you all, XX. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Deadly Zero says, keep it up, guys. We'll try our hardest. The Blockia says, DP shy here. Damage speed and AoEs are way too much now. Mostly any class can one combo me, parentheses, besides suck whiz. And I am full evasion build that can't get any worth upgrade anymore. Playing DP right now is dead. No way to do DP support because you die in the first three seconds after enemy contact. They need to rise DP cap to 600 because TBH right now. Many AP players can hit 401 DP, get max out of it anyways. Also, the resist changes are horrible. I get that 1v1 is better now, but in any group content, you are 100% on the ground as soon as you get out of SA. And with the random AOE damage going on, you won't get up anymore. Frosty thoughts? Uh, 
I mean, I get where he's coming from. I, I don't know. The 401 DP is not a cap. He knows that, right? Like, you can get more tankiness beyond 401. Does he know that? He, I, I, yes, but I think he's referring to brackets, right? Right. But the thing is, is like you do gain more tankiness beyond the brackets. Yes. And the brackets aren't... I mean, here's the thing, because the brackets are significant. I don't want to like downplay them. But in the grand scheme, if you compare like 10 DR to the 1% DR bracket, like it's borderline nothing. It's like very minimal compared to the actual stats that you're getting from evasion and DR. So it's like... Now, he might be right. They should probably increase the brackets up a little bit but it's not let's say they brought it up to i don't know he said 600 but let's say they brought it up to 450 all right and it's still like every six so you'd have somewhere around um i don't know what would that be nine more brackets nine percent more dr it's not changing that much like it's really only helping the dp memes entirely like outside of that like I'm trying to think if you're un if you're evasion you're stopping what is like Divios and Choice at when they're like full spec like 424 so maybe they'd have three percent more DR is that actually going to make a difference not that much so maybe they should add it I it's just like I think people overvalue the, the percent DR not saying it does nothing but it, it's not going to save anything also I don't know I it's another thing too kind of like what we were saying with the damage stuff. When we were having the discussion about, well, if if everyone gets more tanky, then what happens to the class like a suck wizard that struggles to one combo you or or some of the lower damage classes or whatever makes it harder. And the same thing is kind of true. Like if if you get if everyone gets way more tanky, my guess is DKs are probably still going to die, and now strikers are going to be completely unbearable, and mystics are going to be unbearable. You know what I mean? It's like hard to balance. I don't know. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. Um, also, yeah, with the resist thing, no, I'm sorry. Just, I, I'm, I'm guessing he's a shy. Yeah, oh, no, never mind. I'm, I don't have to guess. It's the he, first thing he, he says. Sorry. He I, literally I, said in the, the first, first thing line. He says. Yeah, <laughs> for shies, like uh, adding resist back to the game or changing resist back, reverting that because shies don't have protection is just dumb. Like shies should have a little bit more protection. Uh, that's just. Yeah, shies don't have enough protection, for sure. I can get behind that, but like reverting all of the resists because of just shies, like everyone else, I don't think everyone else is falling over that much, I'm gonna be honest. Classes are super protected now. Shy just isn't, though. Anyway, that's all. Next comment. That's all. Next comment. Lebo? 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 Y'all brought the big dogs for the anniversary. Congrats, guys. Here's to at least another three. Yeah, that's uh I guess we have to go at least another three, I suppose. We'll see. Maybe we'll we have transition. to do at least six years. We gotta get Reslar to transition to a Lost Ark podcast in about a month here. Oh shit. Are we leaving BDO? We're dabbling, you know, we're dabbling. We're dabbling, dude? Are we yeah. pulling a uh are we pulling a uh I always get the name of this wrong and I apologize. Are we pulling a, a nerds with words? We're going general MMO. Uh, instead of just BDO specific, isn't that a political podcast now? It, I, I can't. I actually don't know if you're memeing or not because I haven't watched it in months. I haven't, I haven't seen it recently. But the last time I was just, I was on it like 
a month and a half, two months ago, and it was just being yelled at by Potion Shop that PvP does not deserve monetary rewards in game. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, did you miss that whole thing? Uh, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah, I went on there with Kerr and Potion Shop, and we had a nice long discussion about how, man, it'd be really cool if I could RBF all day or 3v3 arena all day and get like 100 mil an hour, maybe 150, and he was like, you cannot make it 150 mil an hour. That's way too much. It would force everyone to do it. What? Yeah, that happened. That actually happened. Wait, why? And then it devolved okay. into an argument about how he, I was like, dude, you can make 150 mil an hour at Polyforce. He said, you cannot make 150 mil an hour at Polyforce unless you pay to win and have loot scrolls. So then I was just lost. I was like, he's defeated me. I give up. <laughs> Wait, but like, why, why can't, why is that too much? What was his argument? Because right now, when you start the game, this is what he said to me. He said, when you start the game, if you make 150 mil an hour PVPing, that's all anyone's going to do to gear up. They're going to hop in, feel obligated to get their 150 mil an hour and gear up. And right now, the way it works is not like that. You're not obligated to do anything. There's all sorts of fun stuff you could do to progress. You can quest, you can life skill, you can grind. And I was like, that is bullshit. If you want to get into the game and you want to progress at the fastest rate, you get power level to 60. You fucking do all your seasonal quests real quick. Like you, you power through it as quickly as you can to get your seasonal stuff. You upgrade your Tavala and then you just go grind Sulfur Mine as quickly as you can. And then you get to 270 AP and then you go to Orcs and you've beat the game. Yeah, I don't really think, uh, I don't really think Gearlets are going to be running around in RBF to progress. Or like, what, does he think they're going to like sit AFK? I don't understand. That's, that's kind of a weird argument. That's a really weird argument. I just think it's weird that it, anyone thinks that there's actually, like, if you want to be efficient, that there's a bunch of paths you can take. There's not anymore. There's really not. And yeah, capping, well, capping PVP at 150 mil an hour where like you don't really get more than that literally just adds another path that's less efficient, but you have you kind of have fun doing it. And then it was like, well, the reward should be like the prestige and like your rank or whatever. That's the reward is you grind for the reward to PVP. PVP is the reward. And I'm like, we're playing a fucking video game, man. The reward yeah. should be me doing whatever the fuck I want to do that I find fun. Yeah. In a game that... So, this is an MMO, right? The whole point of MMOs is to progress, right? Anything, like, literally. I mean, literally. Anything that you do in an MMO should be progressing you. Now, it doesn't all have to be comparable. Obviously, if you're, like, grinding grass beetles, you're not going to be progressing as fast as you would be grinding orcs, right? But the fact that PvP in this game right now is literally the only thing in this game that does not progress you forward is kind of insane. Like, obviously, they've been doing better with, like, node wars and stuff, and that's cool, but, like, as far as, like, there's no ranked arenas, which hopefully they're coming out with, and hopefully that'll be worth. 
BA is obviously no money. There's no money or very minimal money in RBF. In fact, if you can, if you're taking buffs into RBF, right? Like if you're playing it seriously, you're probably uh, losing Dude, money. Yeah, the way people are popping drafts now, that fucking that shit's yeah. expensive. It costs about twenty five mil saw a per clip round. Of someone popping drafts in BA the other day. I was like, "Dude, what is this guy doing? He's a maniac." So I like know. I don't know. It's it's so strange to me that that would be his argument. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's just like I don't know, man. And, and then like we were talking about Yar. It was right when Yar came out that we did this discussion. And I why said, doesn't Yar give you any rewards? And I That's said jokingly, it was like, so what do you guys think about Yar? And I was like, I mean, it's fun. It's actually a really cool game. I like it. I mean, it's obviously a ripoff of Yahtzee, but it's a fun. It's fun. I enjoy it. I think it's cool, and it's like a decent design, and it's easy to get into, and you do it and you play it and whatever. And I was like, it would be kind of cool though if you made like you know forty mil an hour doing it, and then he'd like through. That was it. That was like the straw. He just like got mad. I was Wait, like, why does everything why? have to be about money? And I was like, because that's how you get gains in this game, man. It's a gear progression game. That's all why it does is. Everything have to be. You see, grinding should make you zero silver. Grinding, you should just grind for the fun of it. You should literally not make any money anytime you go grinding because you should just be grinding for the fun of it. It's not about the money. Fucking. Well, my analogy. Because I think the other thing you said is prestige and titles should be enough. So I was like, all right, let me ask you a question. Let's say that trading rework comes out, right? Because they said they were going to revamp trading uh, a few months back. Let's just yep. say that came and they were like, hey, now you can go exchange items here, 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 and here. It's sort of like land bartering. It's a lot easier to get into. Here's your new life skill mastery that uh, goes with trading and you want to put on gear for this. And... And then everyone's like, well, what do we make? It's like, no, no, no. You get titles and prestige. Is that okay? Because it doesn't seem okay to me. Because some people want to trade. Other people want to grind. Some people want to PvP. All of those paths should be totally okay to gain some silver. I don't understand why the, this like anti-PvP, like, well, if you like PvP, like that, you shouldn't get anything for that. That should just be for fun. It's like, well, why? Why? Yeah. Like, where is that even coming from? <clears throat> yeah. And they never have a good answer for that. People who believe that, they never have a good answer for it. It's so strange. It's so, so strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a weird take, man. That is a weird fucking take. But I mean, it's coming from Potion, so I guess he is like the king of weird takes. So, uh, props to him, I guess, for another banger. Um. Alright, moving on. Uh, Mr. Spectacular37 said, Grats, fellas, loving the long vids and smiley face thumbs up. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Lebo left another comment saying, Heeding with the TED Talk. He did. He TED Talked right on, the, uh, right on the show, man. Gave mm -hmm. us a whole TED Talk. Took a whole, like, what was it, 40 seconds, maybe? Magnus Berglund said, do they talk about Valk or Corsair at any point? Yes, we had two Valks on. One Suck, one Awakening, Corsair. I don't think we talked at all about Corsair. Did we? We no, did actually, we talked a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah, we. I think we briefly did near the end, but we definitely talked about Valk. We talked quite a bit about Valk, yeah. yeah pretty, we had two Valks on. Pretty, so. pretty extensively about Valk. 
Um, to which I'm sure this person would reply where the timestamps uh, they are pinned. Judge Spark says, great anniversary show. Thank you all so much for what you've done for this community. And then leaves two timestamps, DP Shy Node Warrior, and then Shy parentheses era quotes, if you pick Shy, then you know what you're getting into, end quote. I don't, I mean, is that wrong? I don't think that's wrong. Is that a false statement? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it goes, it goes to the thing like I, I was saying last week, if you... If you start playing the game, you find out how the game is, what the game is, what the classes are, you definitely like should try your best to appreciate what is already in the game instead of disappointing yourself by being like, well, I'm playing the game because I, it's going to eventually have this, probably. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that's just going to leave you disappointed. Right now, Shy is at a point where uh, they want to be more impactful in PvP. They want uh, more protection while running around in node war they want to be good in pve but pa is like okay here's an alpaca <laughs> here's an alpaca <laughs> god poor fucking shies man yep that's so rough uh okay uh lost souls says there's like way too much damage in the game feel like every class should be like tamer slash hash like people can have the same apdp but one class will blow you up parentheses one class shouldn't one shot you if they're only 10 gear score higher no wars just throw big damage into ball for most classes yeah hasn't that kind of always been why do people keep saying that like that's a new development have no wars not almost always been like that uh, in this game, yeah, they've mostly been like that. Um, I do... I don't know. PA mentioned something about doing a new type of node war in the winter region uh, with different rule set. Mm -hmm. And there's part of me that's like, this capture the point is great because if I run to the middle, here's one of the things I love about this new RBF. If I run to point three and I see 40 people there, I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to go grab a point somewhere else. I can still be impactful. Go steal a point elsewhere where there's fewer people and have a smaller scale fight if that's what I want. And then the people that do want those big fights, like, oh, I, I can make a big play here or I have range damage I could throw in here, they can go fight in that middle spot. I wish we had that in Node War so badly where it's like, oh, there's their ball. They're, they have a huge ball of people right there. I'm going to go around and do this and it's going to help my guild instead. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I almost wish we had like capture the points type Node War. That would be really fun. Imagine like a... Imagine a 40-man cap node war. You can have four teams, and it's like a 10-point, like there's 10 spots capture the point. Or sorry, like I guess it'd have to be an odd number. 11 spots where you capture the points, and it's just like a free-for-all. God, that'd be fun. Yeah. And it should make you literally zero money. It should cost you silver to be there and um, punish <laughs> you if you stay too long and have too much fun. <laughs> uh, but you'll get a title, so that's good. Um, Adele Monette Rivera says, I'm with Rizlar and Yellow regarding Arena Solaire's preset gear. Those gear must only have human slash player damage on it instead of flat AP for all species. If PA wants to put a price on it, 
Then a PvP only item should cost less than regular gear, uh, maybe one fourth the price. It's a 10 equivalent item on purchase and cannot be Kafris, as two crystal slots too. Players should be able to pre buff themselves with potions and food, but cannot buff themselves upon the start of the match. Though pre buffs will stay upon them, stay upon death slash lose for fairness. Arenas should match f the fun you get in open world PvP. Yeah, I'd have to really sit down and think about some of these rules with the gear stuff, but, um, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting idea. Yeah, for sure. While seriously says, honestly disappointed in the guest caster not really speaking on the class and instead trying to only focus on the video when the question revolved around the state of the class as well. I think the most telling point of state of Suck Wizard is multiple classes outranging a dedicated range class or not being in the same league as other range classes damage. Examples being Titan, Blizzerker, DK, and Suck Ranger. Archer does not does apply to this as well, but at least they're finally a glass cannon. Despite me saying this, I'm, I'm very happy with the state of Suck Witch specifically. I think the kid is perfect, but the damage... To evasion kits is way too low when other range classes don't have this issue. Also, before someone counteracts my point with gear, the point is a dedicated range class shouldn't need to have so much more costly gear to do the same damage as cheap hybrid builds. I can accept dedicated training classes with evasion should win damage trades, but the kill potential needs to be there without insane gear. So, alright. I, I mean, I agree mostly with the sentiment for sure here. Um... And I think, again, like with my analogy from earlier with the that movie, the one if if all of these other classes that are doing way too much Did you damage, watch this movie recently. Why do you keep no? It's it just up? a great movie. Um, well, it's just the analogy <laughs> I use. I'm just referencing the fact that I made the analogy. And now that that analogy is out there, it's just an easy one to go to. But if all these classes get like if Titan Blow gets nerfed and Suck Ranger gets nerfed, um, then comparatively, which damage and wizard damage will feel a little bit better? Now, the one thing is like, again, maybe it does need more damage and I'm not saying it doesn't, but is, is Caster a, just a purely dedicated range class? Uh, no, absolutely now, not. I know they take Bolide now and that is ranged. Um, trying to think and are, are they taking the other Frigid Fog now? The um, I forget I don't the name think of it. So, but I think maybe they I'm are. Wrong. Are they? I think they are. I think more and more are. I'm pretty sure they're taking. They're not taking the normal one. They're taking the frontal guard frigid. Um. With range. Uh. So. I don't know. I guess maybe they're closer to fully ranged. Um. Than before. I just is like range damage is one of these weird things. It's like that's why I was saying like I wish they had like. So, for example, if a wizard wants to throw a lot of chip damage and they have slows and then, like, kill people from range with a bunch of abilities, and same with, like, I don't know, there's a lot of classes. I, we should, I don't know. I guess the question is, at the end of the day, we know Suck Ranger does too much, but let's say Suck Ranger damage got br brought down a little bit. Isn't it, is it reasonable to expect Suck Ranger damage to be a little bit more than a Suck Caster? Or do you think they should do the same exact damage? Well, the ranger should do more because they have less loot utility, right? Right. That's what I would say. Is that with Witch and Wizard, you also have a lot of utility and speed spell and their e-buffs and the heals, right? Right. So it's just the disparity is too high right now, which is, I think is reasonable. 
And it's partly from like casters do not quite enough damage and other classes just do way too much damage. Right? I think that's fair. I think we've established we're I it I feel like that's fair. I think most casters wouldn't hate me for saying that. But I'm always surprised. I usually get the hate anyway. Yeah, you just found yourself on another hit list with that statement. Well, I'm going to say. Uh, okay, where was I? Uh, R9S says, Favorite episodes so far, so funny, fun uh, as fuck guests, all of them. Yeah, all the guests were amazing. And yeah, they were all awesome. very well behaved. Which is... I don't know why I always expect it to be the most chaotic thing in the world. I thought the same thing for last year's special, and then once again, everyone was like, very well behaved, let everybody else talk, like, make their points, didn't try to interrupt anyone. I don't know, I guess I just, I maybe I need to raise my expectation of uh, BDO players. Well. Maybe not. That, yeah, that's pushing it a little bit, but. <laughs> that's pushing it a little bit. <laughs> Uh, Ellen says, gotta prepare to re-roll before they nerf Succession Zerker to the ground. Awakening Tamer has actual PvP damage nerfs. They had the lowest ratio next to Maywall, so even if the numbers increase, it's an overall nerf along with pet AI issues. Is this true? Let me ask you a question. I I don't know. I, I'd have to math it out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just guess that overall it's not really true. It's just mostly because of the pet stuff. But I want to ask you this. Uh, his okay. first comment. Because I've actually heard a few people say that sucks, Zerker needs a nerf. What, what is your opinion on that? Yeah, it needs a nerf. Really? Like, what What exactly would you nerf on it? Uh, the damage on Fearsome Tyrants a little much. Really? Uh, yeah, the damage on Predatory Hunt, uh, the explosion bit at the end is a bit much. Dude, uh, Danny... I feel like every sucks, Zerker, that actually means that class hates you right now for saying those two things. Well, it's just, they are. I'm sorry that you hate me for saying that, but they are. The The fact of the matter is, is that they have huge AoEs. They're protected. Fearsome Tyrant CCs. Predatory Hunt, not the Roar, but the part right before the Roar CCs. And they also do an absolute ass load of damage. And I just don't think that skills should have all of those things. That's just a little much. They're also really quick. Like, yeah, I think Fierce that's more it. can be canceled out of, so you can't punish it in any way. Not really. I mean, I don't know. You can okay. try to just kill them if you have SA. If you're a moose, you can SA trade with them, right? But so drooling, drooling in our guild. He's been playing. He's the guy I was telling you was playing Musa before the reworks and farming everyone. Then they made Musa too strong, so he's on Suck Zerker right now, and he's mm. saying. Um, it doesn't do good damage or wait, let me read the exact, uh, suck circuit doesn't do good damage unless it's to a gearlet. So I, I'm more in the middle. I think it does good damage. I don't think it does too much damage. I think it's just mm. that it's so mobile that it feels like it has no limitations on the way it moves around. But I still don't know it. I don't even, I don't think it's as high as some of these other classes in terms of issues. At all, at all like if if suck zerker got nerfed let's say a global lab patch came out next week and suck zerker got nerfed and no one else did i would be like really yeah i also would have that feeling because titan blow needs to be addressed immediately yeah um and suck ranger damage my my concern is that if you're gonna try and tackle the movement of suck zerker mm -hmm. 
the the thing is is that the movement is what makes it feel fun yeah for so sure if you if you try to nerf the movement in any way my concern would be that you would take away a lot of the fun of the class but potentially but i think there's meaningful ways you can nerf the movement without taking away the fun like how i don't know i'd have to sit down and actually think about it well i don't want to give a i don't want to give a bullshit like uh, off the top of my head nerf because i i, w I don't want it to be so like uninformed that it's just a stupid nerf you know what i mean like i'm not qualified yeah. to say what should be nerfed right now i'd have to really um, sit down with said, a zerker and discuss what they think and why i i absolutely do agree with the idea of like the mobility is what's very oppressive about that class my only my my big issue with that statement is that statement is going to lead to mobility nerfs which is what i actually don't want for the class and i understand that that's kind of like counterproductive because if that's the problem then that's what should be addressed but suck zerker is by far the most fun class pa has ever designed i feel that wholeheartedly even though i don't actually play the class at all or like PvP wise, I just like PvE on it. I still take it into RBF occasionally just for fun. Because it's just fun is all fucking hell. And I don't get a ton of kills. Like I get the same kills, if not less, as I do on uh uh Awakening. It's just really fucking fun. And I don't want them to take that away. So my idea would be how do we nerf it in other ways that are also meaningful without taking away the most fun aspect of the most fun class we've ever created and to me i go to the next biggest issue i have with the class which is the fact that it has two skills that check too many boxes and that's fearsome tyrant and predatory hunt yeah so that's where no, I'm i get that from. I, I get i get that i just I just think damn the damn it's like one of the more it will kill me like all right so this is the thing that I, I deal with is like so there's a lot of people like well Rezar is probably gearlit so he's dying too fast and, and that's probably true but I'm dying to suck zerkers but it doesn't feel too fast that's why I say I'm more in in between where drooling is and where you are because like a zerker a suck zerker can kill me in a very reasonable amount of time but they're not like it's not like showing up and i have i can't react or defend myself yes. or do anything it's like the damage feels fairly reasonable for what it is it's like good damage not insane damage and it's definitely not bad damage i would agree with that in the context of like fd claws ancient wave i do not believe that's the case with uh, fearsome tyrant and predatory hunt because again these skills are protected they cc and they have giant fucking aoe's as well as having really crazy damage right so if ancient wave wants to do a lot of damage then that's that's like f more fine to me than if fearsome tyrant wants to do crazy damage right that's that's how i look at it um but i i do agree with you and like i I find it funny that he, they're saying that the damage is like fine whenever we uh, were basically forced to fight uh, Cho Nation the other day, and uh, I was literally killing Cho Nation on Suck Zerker <laughs> because the class's damage is like really, really high. 
So it's like my gearlet ass was killing people with suck zerker. But uh I don't know, man. It's I just think that everyone's going to want to tackle the mobility and it's just going to make the class less fun and that's the worst thing you could do to that class. I think that the damage is fine for the most part. It's a little high, but everyone's damage is a little high. And I, I think that if you just tone down some of the damage on the really big AoEs that make it a real fucking bother in large-scale PvP, then more people would probably be fine with it, in all honesty. Let me ask you that. How, how is his... And this is kind of for the the players that are playing... Um, What's it called? Oh, Azu has a good point. You are also taking advantage of the 12-second invincibility in Node War if you're fighting against Cho, most likely. I was not, actually. I was... So what I was doing is they were... We were 1v2ing Cho, and we were losing, because of course. And uh, <laughs> they had their ball at the other at the other base, and so what I would do is I would run to their base to try to kill them while they were running to the other base. And I was getting a kill maybe once every, like, three times I ran in there. If I got, like, a, a really good predatory leap from Lava Piercer onto somebody, got the CC, went into the Fearsome Tyrant, got the re-CC on the, uh, the Ancient Wave, usually I would get CC'd right at that Ancient Wave point and or just die standing up. But occasionally I wouldn't, and then they would die, and I'm like, hey, I killed Cho Nation, look at me, I'm so busted. Anyway, sorry, continue well, your point. I was going to ask this question to you in the chat, and we can move on while I wait for the answers from the chat, but what what is the stamina management like? Like, let's say if it, if something, I don't know what, again, this is why I'm saying I, I'm, I need to sit down with Suck Zerkers and like really break it down bef and educate myself before I say what should be changed. But what is the stamina management like? Like, how often are you running completely out of stamina? And if there was some sort of stamina management, maybe... It's like, okay, so the mobility is really, really good in bursts, but maybe it's not unlimited. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That way you don't have to even necessarily change any of the movement or mobility. You just add a, some stamina cost, so it's something you have to think about and manage. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so as of right now, let's just start with, like, right now. You really do not need to manage your stamina much at all uh, on Suckzerker, um, because you regain stamina while doing several of your abilities, obviously. Um, mm. So, yeah, maybe that's one way they could try to fix it a little bit. I still would be concerned, um, although less so, if that's the direction they went in. I think maybe if you have a couple certain skills, like, again, uh, I don't want to say anything off the top of my head that might be fucking stupid, like you said, uh, you were worried about. But, like, I don't know. Maybe if you have, like, fucking Lava Piercer, not regain stamina no. while you're using it. But then that something. would, yeah, that would be, that's a rough one. I mean, I don't know about Awaken Zerker, but Awaken Zerker uses some stamina because I know Shake Off ain't free. Your little boots yeah. scooting around ain't free. For sure. Well, maybe you just make it uh, Prime Lava Piercer then. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. It would take some thought, but... It would take some thought. It would take some, some uh, testing to kind of feel it out. 
uh, which, uh, you know, isn't our job, not what we get paid for. But yeah, I think that, like, that could be an okay direction to go in, because I, I think that is definitely, like, the main problem that people have, uh, is that they can't catch the fucking thing, right? I think that's the main issue that they have with it, is it goes in, it casts, like, three, four skills, right? It does, like, Predatory hunts in, it does shift queue, it does ancient wave, it does claws, and then it's gone, right? I think people are really upset that uh, it does that so quickly, and that it can do that, like, constantly. Like, it runs out, it waits five seconds for fucking ancient wave to come off cooldown, and then it kind of plays on the edges, doing the same exact thing, but without diving straight into the ball, because you're waiting on Fearsome Tyrant for 45, right? Yeah. Um... So, so I don't know. Maybe, people, maybe that's the direction you could take it in. Maybe people will be mad at me for saying this, but it I would place Sugzerker squarely in the... Uh, it should not be nerfed right now. It needs more time for us to think about how it's actually impacting the game and what should be nerfed. There's no way it's at the top. Like I know people keep saying Sugzerker, but I feel like there's no way it's on the top right now. I think Sugzerker is going to come in list. round three of nerfs. Round three, yeah. Round three sounds right, if if at all. I think round two, you're going to see Titan Blow get nerfed. You're going to see Suck Ranger get nerfed. You're probably going to see Archer get nerfed. And Suck Kuno. Um, yeah, Suck Kuno, maybe. Um, and then round three is where you're probably going to see the Suck Zerker, as well as um, probably some other bullshit that we don't even realize right now. Maybe yeah. some Valkyrie, maybe. Who knows? Um, cause we're still on, we're still waiting on round one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, two packs says, who is the witch she was talking about at 2050? Uh, if you're talking about the clip we were discussing, we were talking about Huntler. That's yeah. Clip, right? He's either talking about that clip or he's talking about the witch that I think Horsey referenced a witch and I don't know who that is. Oh, maybe, maybe he's referring to that person, but, um, Anyway, Rapido says, when should I go for Rebellious or Corrupted? Parentheses full C9 uh, slash uh, 305 AP DR hash slash Striker Awakening. Now, why not? Yeah, why not? Is he saying what should I go? Rebellious or Corrupted? Well, he says Maybe that's oh, wait, but he is asking a compare, like between the two, I guess. Yeah, Maybe he meant to put what? When is, yeah, win's a weird way. Yeah, win's a weird question. He's probably yeah. meant he meant to say what, I'm sure. I, I think I mean if you're on a hash, now again I'm I'm weird. I prefer ignore resist crystals in the offhand, the ones that you can upgrade with HP, but um for striker I know a lot take rebellious um for the HP and the extra tankiness. But I, I don't know, you could kinda go either way, I guess. What were you what were you were doing some weird math discussion with people in the podcast Discord and couple of days ago about corrupteds talking about the crit yeah. damage what was that about well the co the corrupted versus the rebellious uh and the red spirit crystals which also go in the offhand a lot of people overvalue um the 22 percent critical hit damage because the percentage is so high right but the thing is that you have to realize is a, a lot of classes well some classes have uh, critical hit damage in their passives or in their whatever like um guardian has some critical hit damage um dk has some and then you also have some on other items or skills or whatever right 
So for every bit of critical hit damage you have, that means the amount of actual damage gain difference you get from corrupted is is effectively reduced, right? Because like, for example, if I get 22% critical hit damage, when I have zero, I just gain 22% damage, right? Um, but, or when I'm at 100%, sorry, and I go to 122, then I gain 22% damage. But if I gain 22% when I already have a 200% critical hit damage, then I'm gaining 11% additional damage or some sort of math that fits there. So right. that's one thing. And then the comp to other crystals, because you have to also factor in special attack uh, evasion, which means you're never critting 100% of the time on anybody. Be at most, you're critting 70% of the time, even with 100% crit skill because of 30% special attack evasion. Maybe if people are running only the crystals and don't have Garmoth or something, then 80%. But that means you don't even benefit from those crystals on 30% of your skills hits. And that's only on skills that have 100% crit. If you have 50% crit, it's even less, right? Plus special attack mm -hmm. evasion. So it actually makes rebellious crystals and red spirit a little bit more enticing just because their damage always happens no matter what. It doesn't matter if you crit or not. Uh, plus they have extra gain in that you gain HP and corrupted crystals also make you lose DR. So the damage difference is only a, a small percentage between everything. Um, yeah, so it's like, I, I don't I don't know what the number, the exact number is. I, this is another thing that I was talking about it with, um, I know Divios has kind of mathed it out before and Multi has mathed it out, but <clears throat> you're, it's like somewhere between a five and 10% damage difference at most going from like, rebellious to corrupted it, it like most people wouldn't even really notice that now to go from nothing to corrupted you might notice and in pve you'll definitely notice because there's no special attack evasion but in pvp it's not as big as people think still if you're going full glass cannon you want to run corrupted but at the same time it's like uh i, I i'm running the the stupid bond crystals in the offhand which are two ap i have Oh, they're only bond, sadly, not gin. So it's 2 AP, 100 HP, and ignore resist. The damage difference is like, I can't really tell. I, I really can't. And for me, the, the other argument I make with the resist, why I like them so much. Yeah, potentially I do more damage with Corrupteds, but you know when I do even more damage is when my opponent gets re-CC'd and not resists. Then I get to do another 2-3 skills, which is way more fucking damage than plus 5%. So, yeah, that, that's all it was. Mm -mm. Fair enough, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Pink Master says, since rework, I never had that much fun playing GVG, RBF, or even in PvE. Love seeing that many different classes and having to relearn some matchups. Yeah, some classes are a bit overtuned, but the fun makes me forget that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that goes to what I think we said the, 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 the week before, uh, last week, uh, where you were just saying, like, it's just fun. Like, yeah, everybody's, like, complaining about the damage, but I think in their heart of hearts, like, everybody's kind of having fun right now. Yeah, it's it, a lot more people are having fun, for sure. It's like the damage stuff is a little bit tilting and frustrating for a lot of people, and hopefully it gets changed over time, but, like, there's there is an element of, like, 
damn, there's a lot of like, okay. So when I, that's why it's really interesting when you ask the question, like, well, what should be nerfed next? Because it's like, some people say DK, some people say Ranger, some people say Zerker, some people say Kuno, some people still think Ninja is way too fucking strong. Some people think Sork is way too fucking strong under the radar. Archer, it's like the list is kind of huge. So everyone mm -hmm. feels like their class is pretty nuts and it's fun. Super fun. Yeah. Super fun. For sure. <clears throat> Sunshine says, did I just finish a six hour live stream? Uh, if you finished the video, then yes, <laughs> you did. Uh, Late Night says, best video content on the web. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. Lincoln Johnson says, all I want to add is that I hate you cannot tag a character and do Imperial slash trade turn-ins. I would love to tag another character, but since cooking boxes nets me 20 mil a day, I can't. <laughs> uh, I can't understand. I know that's such a hilarious I statement. Right? I know it is. It is. I feel he's right. But the amount was like, it reminds me of Austin Powers. when he's like, I want $1 million. And they all just laugh at him. It's like, I can't yeah. tag because I lose 20 mil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I understand why they did it. Parentheses, so you can't cheese trading, but they really need to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. You need that 20 mil, man. Agreed. Uh, and then uh, top comment uh, pinned while seriously timestamps roughly a lot of stuff left out and some topics yeah. are everywhere and that is exactly why I didn't do them so everyone go and think while seriously for uh, putting in the work I didn't want to do mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, that's everything that's all of them that's all of them that's all the comments thank you guys so much for hanging out and uh, if you do want to comment on future episodes please do so we always uh, we always respond or read yeah, them. We Sorry. read the we comments don't... every single week, no matter how egregiously incorrect they may be. Or we postpone it a week. Or I... we postpone it a week. True. Yeah. If we do a six hour show, we don't feel like doing another 30 to 45 minutes of comments. This episode was three hours and 50 minutes, Res. Yeah, well, we had two episodes of comments and we went on like five tangents in mm -hmm. the middle of all of those. So yeah. tends to happen, but that's okay. You know what? We didn't have a lot to talk about in terms of like news this week. So hopefully everybody got their fill of uh, random other uh, bullshit discussions that we kind of went through. Yeah. I mean, things to look forward to for the next few weeks. All right. We have yes. potentially arena solar coming out the end of January. They said, at least in global yep. labs, we are still waiting. They said the middle of January that the winter region in KR is going to get the artifacts and the light stones. So it, hopefully we get to see what those stats are and we'll discuss those on the show as well. Um, mm -hmm. Also, potential balance changes basically every single week that could make differences. And uh, we are we are leading into Lost Ark. We're, we're about, let's see, it's the 15th now or two, three, three weeks and like, yeah, three weeks and like three days away from Lost Ark coming out and... I think that that's going to be huge. I heard a, now again, I, I don't trust anybody's numbers when it comes to MMO stuff, but there was apparently a press conference with the, with Smilegate, who I believe is the, um, the developers for mm -hmm. Lost Ark. And they were saying that their game based on concurrent players, just on the, in the regions it's out in now, 
is already like the third most popular MMO in the world. So imagine... Really? Yeah. So imagine that that's based just on concurrent players. And I don't know where they get the numbers for the other games. Maybe they have them. Who knows? But if that's true... What like, would be number crazy. two? I think it's like... Final Fantasy? Yeah. I, I mean, if I had to guess... I, I recently watched uh, a guy guessing on it based on blank data, blank data, blank data. And it was like his ranking was like, wow, FF14... Uh, ESO Guild, probably Guild Wars. Oh, Guild Wars. That makes sense. Or it was like WoW. No, sorry. It was like WoW. Um, FF14, Lost Ark, BDO, Guild Wars, ESO, or maybe it was ESO Guild Wars. I can't remember. Something, something along those lines. Hmm. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a big game. So it's gonna be really fun, like leading up to it and seeing how the West reacts to it and. It's also so interesting just because it's isometric, you know? I, I they actually yeah. think that makes it more fascinating that an isometric game has been able to catch on that much. But I, I think with it having more depth than what the normal isometrics do is is partly why, you know, since it's like a full-on MMO. I'm still holding out, man. I still am just <laughs> not sure about it. You'll play it and you'll fucking like it, goddammit. <laughs> It's a combination of the isometric, which I fucking hate, but like I can get over it. But it's also, and I know that this is going to be super fucking ironic, it's also the fact that it's a Korean MMO. I don't know if I can handle BDO 2.0. I did it once, I played my Korean MMO, I had a fun time, I don't know if I'm ready to do it again, honestly. It's, um... Yeah, I mean, we'll see. It, it definitely already has its... There, all right, for, I'm, I'm very positive about it. I think it's going to be incredibly fun. I think it'll be successful. But I do still have my reservations. As excited and hyped as, as I am. And to be clear, I am incredibly hyped. Like, I watch at least one or two Lost Ark videos on the daily, like, recently. Like, I am just like, all right. Oh, so here. you're on the hype train. Yes. It's, um, I'm on the hype train. But I still have my reservations. One big one is Amazon. I don't know. I, I I still feel like it got delayed because of New World. Maybe it's not true, but I can't help but feel like that's what something Amazon would do. Two, no, yeah, I, now I understand we have to drip release classes. I get that. I totally understand. That's what's, Every yes. game does it. However, yes. however, they are literally omitting six classes when... We already are going to get drip released classes because KR is going to get three literally next this year. They're going to minimum get three new classes. So it's like, why not just leave out two classes? And then is, and then we're yeah. five classes behind and we can like slowly get them as they come out. Why do we have to be behind six classes plus the artist, plus the new female Zerker, plus the new whatever the storm class is gonna be? Like, no. And this whole like, well, it's, you know, so they have content to release. And it's like, no, that's bullshit. They have content to release. They're only giving us the tier one content to begin with. We're already behind yep. in actual content. And like yep. KR is getting a constant stream of new content. So it's like, I, I hate it. I, it really bothers me. And the summoner thing like bothers me even more because it's such an old class in the game. And it really reminds me of like it makes me feel like if BDO released 
in a new region that doesn't have it and they're like oh by the way we're gonna give you corsair but we're gonna leave out the warrior it's like what the fuck why yeah i don't the know class, so there's some the red flags but i'm excited the withholding classes things is like the main thing that i'm like oh whoa 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 whoa, whoa. because like i'm a bdo boomer right i've been playing since launch i went through i went through november right where they promised us Nuver, and then they got delayed, and then it got delayed, and then it got delayed, and it was like a year and a half worth of delays on content that had been out in KR for like a year at that point. And it was like, dude, that's so frustrating. And it's something that's still frustrating today, like with the stuff like the winter region, right? Where it's like, like you were saying earlier, it's just like all the cool stuff. We just get to watch other people. It's literally the the SpongeBob meme of Squidward looking out of the window and looking at Squidward or uh, Patrick yeah. and yeah, SpongeBob yeah. having fun. And it's like it sucks to be Squidward, man. It fucking blows. And so I'm not super down for playing another Korean MMO that I'm almost certain is going to be pay to win, and that it's going to be where another game where I'm Squidward. Like, why can't I be SpongeBob for once? You know. I don't know. There's just, there's so many like little things like that where it's like, I know it's a Korean MMO. I know these things are going to be present in the game. Do I feel like dealing with that shit? Yeah. Now the thing it has going for it is that it's free to play, right? So it's like, it doesn't cost anything to give it a try. So I'll probably give it a go. Yep. And you should, it'll be fun. But like, fuck man, I really, in a way I almost hope that I don't get into it. (laughs) Now, when you do try it free-to-play, are you playing East or West? Uh, That's the thing. The servers are East Coast and West Coast. Why do developers insist on doing shit like Uh, this? Well, that that should actually... You should be happy with that because you're right in the middle. Because you've advocated for centralized servers, which means you advocate for the East and the West to both have the same ping you currently would have if the server is in the East or the West. No, that means have one server for NA so people can play with their friends and have like relatively same ping. Put the fucking servers in Chicago. It's not Stop that fucking saying art. Chicago. That's not central. Nebraska. <laughs> fucking hell. Dude, um, I also kind of am sad I think, about the... I think most of my online friends that are planning on playing, I think they're all on, like, West Coast, so I guess West. I don't know. All right. That's what I like to hear, Reslar. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, um, they'll probably server merge after a year anyway, just like BDO did. Rostam, I'm probably going to... I don't know, man. It, to be honest, the class I want to play isn't coming out. I have There's two classes, to me, that look incredibly awesome the reaper and the arcana and neither of them are coming out with the game and i have no idea when they will so in the meantime i'm gonna probably end up playing the shadow hunter aka the demonic and off stream in my own time i'm probably also gonna play bard just to pvp with my friends and to do dungeons with my friends who all are not down to play support But um, when Arcana and Reaper comes out... Wait, it's a Trinity game? Well, it has... You definitely want to support. it. It's not like a Trinity in the same way, but it's... Uh, you know, I thought the main the PvP content was like arenas, though. Yeah, for PvP, yeah. There's like 3v3 arenas, but um, it's not a Trinity game like that. But you do have a support for all like the end game, like dungeons and stuff. And support's mm. kind of cracked in PvP too. Interesting. 
Yeah, the Domius is right. It's kind of how you kind of want like casters in Siege. Well, I mean, not it's not oh, quite the same, okay. but you know what I mean. So it's just a damage class that. No, you know. not they do. The supports definitely do less damage, like by a significant amount. They're oh, they're okay. mostly there to support and CC and then do like a little bit of damage. There's only two support classes right now: Bard and Paladin. And then uh, KR just got the Artist, which is the third one that we'll probably see in 2024, 2025. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I am curious about the release schedule for all the other stuff. We'll see what ends up happening. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll come out good. I just don't understand. Do, develop, do Korean developers not realize that NAEU is willing to give them so much money if they just treated us like fucking actual customers instead of like goddamn like secondhand fucking I, I don't even know it's still frustrating like doesn't I NAEU mean, make the most money for Pearl Abyss and yeah, like they still like can't invest in their fucking translating team well their translator guy is he's working on a lot of games right now right? he doesn't have time like it's so the ridiculous one that we make them so much money and they're just like, Alright, thanks. Let me go back to giving KR everything that they want, even though they don't make us as much money. It's like oh, why? I don't know. Annoying. Anyway. I think we should wrap this up. Alright, let's wrap it up. Alright. Thanks go. everyone. <laughs> the clap. I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired. I don't know. <laughs> You'd be in siege right now if it weren't for this mm. podcast. No, it ended. I'm actually tilted. I literally lost three bill. Satch. Um, thanks everybody for watching. Uh, make sure to leave a comment uh, telling us what you thought about. Uh, I mean, anything. We read them every episode, or almost every episode. Um, make sure to check out our Twitch channels. Links can be found in the description: twitch.tv slash nayashi underscore na, twitch.tv slash notrizlar, and twitch.tv slash so frosty. Uh, all that stuff can be found in the description. Uh, again, special thanks to everybody who's been with us over the years. Really appreciate all of your support. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next year. Next year. Next episode. <laughs>